And welcome to the Pen and Paper Pod. Welcome back, Intrepid Adventures. This week we're going back to Waterdeep to see if we can survive, essentially, a plague. Welcome. How is everybody doing this week? I know it is continues to be COVID-19 and... Uh, I don't know why we call it 19. It's, I guess it was in 2019, but whatever, I don't care. Point is, is that... Uh, oh, is that why it's 19? Yeah, because it yeah. started in 2019, yeah. Yeah, just, so, yeah, yeah it, it's, it's... I, it's I just called, thought it, it was the 19th in succession. No, it, it, so, uh, to, to, to my knowledge, to the best of my knowledge, it's called COVID-19 because it's corona coronavirus disease 2019. To the best of my knowledge, like that, 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 that's, that's what I've seen. And it's like, logic makes sense to me for right now until someone tells me different. I'm glad we settled this for everyone listening, because I just now know. That's like some Umbrella Corporation naming uh, device right there. Yeah. It's the T-virus. It's the Z-virus. Well, well, welcome <laughs> again, guys. So this week, we're going to be continuing on uh, where we pretty much just left off uh, mid-things. As you guys remember, it was fairly exciting. Uh, can you guys see uh, the screen that I have right here, uh, my PowerPoint going? Because I just want to reiterate what you guys have going on in this room right now. Very pretty. A beholder, a dro, and a something else. Yeah. And um oh yeah the um right. the bull. all right I'll 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 read it as we go in but I want real quick I want you guys to go around the circle and just take a little bit each of yourselves I'm gonna start with Megan this week I want you to summarize what happened in the previous session. Um. Okay, so the previous session started basically with um like basically the police or whatever descended upon us with griffins and a bunch of soldiers and. Um, Somnus was um, questioned, basically, for being on the scene of a crime after uh, we basically blew up a building and set it on fire. And um, there was a short kerfuffle prior to that. Uh, basically, it ended up with um, gods having the Dr. Nemo in his bag of holding for Nilo. and um, what's his name? Umarek, um pretended to be a nobleman and basically got Somnus out of a sticky situation and then we took Dr. Nilo and all of us went back to the bar. To okay the now let's pick up with Trevor well done you get inspiration Megan. Uh, upon entering the bar, we noticed that it had been uh, wildly successfully refurbished, almost suspiciously so. Uh, we took Dr. Nilo out of the bag, healed him up, and uh, confronted our employer, uh, who continued to act somewhat suspiciously, but reassure us that uh, he was surprised by all of our findings, and uh served as a customary drink we discussed our uh reward and uh, i think we settled on getting half of it now so we have our purses full um at least half of it how much did they pay you uh one i was just looking at my notes that's one four about seven five gold one thousand not each yeah one thousand oh, okay. one thousand how much was it 475. 475, too. Okay, so that's actually not in the 1200. I, I think it might be in the 1200, if I'm not mistaken, but we'll get back to that later. Okay, Gold, I passed Yeah. We used the uh, the map of the sewer that we picked up, I believe, in the warehouse that we tracked the uh, 
potentially uh, missing supply train to um, in order to uh, try and track down the, um, the, 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 um, the Guild of Xanathar? Guild? Something? Um, yes, it was a guild. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, down into the sewers uh, and countered some um, in, intellect devourers. We're going to get, I'm going to stop because we're almost at the end here. I'm going to go to Ed. What will happen after that? Uh, after the, uh, the intellect devourers? Or what happened during the intellect devourers? That's it's a little bit uh, emotionally important. I wish I had Megan. I sh- you had gone first now, but please continue. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were in the sewers and unfortunately it was in a, uh, we met the uh, mind devourers while in a very cramped, narrow hallway. So, Megan took the brunt of all the damage and is half stupid now. Um, half, half, just lost half her intellect. You don't have to call her stupid. That's in, that's After unfortunate. You take all of my intellect and you kind of not wanting to give it back, kind of thing. Shame because she's made a lot of the decisions. That's, so. kind of yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, and, and that's... I would just like to remind the group that as the healer, I only have one third level spell slot left, and the highly uh, needed revivify, since that's everything, is a third level spell. So you only so, like yeah. If anyone dies today, yeah, you you get one death, and then it's over. <laughs> uh, by the extension, if you could just finish up where we are now, Peter. Uh, there. Okay, so, so, so yes. Uh, Why can't I talk? That's right. Thank you. Bring up the page. Uh, so, 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 on a thera, she's now half intelligent. Um, we, we got, we moved, we moved, we moved farther into this um, kind of uh, a dungeon, dungeon, air, dungeon area, um, and and that, and so we came. We've now come upon the um, a beholder. Well, no, well, no. We 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 came, we came upon a. Uh, Drow and a um, what are they called? They, they, they're, they're not they're not called Warforged here. Nibble rights, nibble rights. Warforged is a Magic of the Gathering term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank, thank you. So, um, and, and so we we, we came we came upon them and and them and in a room with in a room with two dead uh kinkos, um, and and they and they and they were and they they were trying to keep a keep keep a door closed, um, and I basically like walked in on them. I was like, what's up? Uh, and and what, what's up? And and and, uh, and out from the door came 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 a beholder, and now we're kind of like in a fight. Yeah. So let me go ahead and just continue on here. I got a little bit of a bit to read, uh, so you all can uh, enjoy this. But uh, hold on. Uh, the room contains six tattered straw stuffed mattresses and a well dressed drow in purple leather, and what appears to be a nimble right wearing dirty rags. They are pushing against a door in the far corner. As soon as you startle them, they release pressure on the door, and it bursts apart, and out comes a terrifying abomination. It resembles a floating sphere with a gaping maw and a single great eye, set within four stalks that glow unearthly power. Uh, the drow let out an unmanly scream and draws his pistol. Roll initiative. Just a point of interest, since it's been my best interest as well. Did we all get inspiration too? For- Everybody got inspiration for that? Everybody did pretty good. Huh. As soon as you compliment how he did, this means you go last. It's all—it's not terrible. Yeah, it's not that bad. Sure, sure. I know it's just funny. It's just really funny. 
All right, so uh, just top of the order. Uh, uh, who, who, what? Uh, tell me, everybody, guys, make sure to give me your uh, your uh, stuff so I know uh, where your like what your modifier is because I don't know it offhand. So, uh, Trevor, what's your modif What's your total score? My, my modifier is zero. Okay, That's so one. Trevor is... My modifier seven. is also zero. Okay, Edwin mm -hmm. is 11. All right, this is not ordering for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, Peter, what was yours? You were a one. What's your modifier? Oh, it's just your nat one, your last. Yeah, it's that one. Okay. Uh, Megan, what was your modifier? Nice. So I believe everybody. You have a three modifier for initiative. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, she's dex based. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean my, my, mine's mine's plus two, so like I'm I'm almost right there. I'm gonna zero. All right. So first up in the organ order is Megan. As you guys can see, you guys are kind of stretched out in this room. It's going to be kind of difficult. There are two dead Kinku bodies in the room that have been. Uh, it appears that they have been shot. Mm. Mm-hmm. You said the dro just drew his pistol to fire at the beholder. What's the nimble ride doing? What do you want, Megan? And Megan, of course, is playing Onifera, the forest gnome ranger. Uh, Did it? That. Can I hit the beholder from here, or do I need to move around? Let's see. Uh, I think you are probably going to be limited to firing in a straight line here. So, but you can move through. You can move through a friendly square into the room. You can move through his square into a room if you want to. Uh, but it's just difficult terrain and counts as ten feet of movement instead of five. Great. Also, somebody. I think my audio is coming back to me a little bit, Peter. I think maybe. Ooh. Uh. How much did you? It's hard terrain, so I can move. Like it's just. 10 feet? You can well, so you can move. Uh, what's your normal movement speed? Twenty-five, I believe, because you're in film. Yeah. So, uh, if, if, what was that, Megan? Twenty-five. Twenty-five. So, if it just the square instead of most squares count as five feet. So instead of in this context, it would count as ten feet. So it count double movement. It's just harder to squeeze by him. What's up? <laughs> I can't move half a square. Wait, wait. The only square that counts as ten is the one he's on. Right, just through Peter if you want to move into the room. So 10, oh, okay. 5. So it'd be 5, 10, 15. Yeah, I'm just talking, I'm thinking about, like, I'm going to be, again, <laughs> absolutely fucked. And remember, because if an enemy moves here and here, then no one else can move into the space, and you will be fucked, because you'll have to move, if to move away, you'll have to move through multiple squares. Yeah, basically, so if I move into the room, I can't move back out. You could what do we want in the room. You could if, if, uh, if that you people uh, behind you give you space to move out. Okay. Um, and you have the movement. So on your turn, you could theoretically move out of the room as long as people don't block you. Plus, to be honest with you, Megan, you can move five, ten, fifteen into the room and move the same distance back out for this round. Yeah, that's that's what I was wondering. Yeah, you can pop in, shoot, and pop out. That's totally doable. Okay, awesome. That's what I'm going to do. Sweet. Popped into here? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to shoot the beholder twice. 
with an arrow. Got it. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that uh, is thirteen to hit. That is not going to hit the beholder. Okay. No dice. Uh, that definitely hits uh, the beholder. Uh, go ahead and roll damage. Nice. So six damage done to the beholder, and I think do you want to do anything else? I just move back out of the room. Okay. Next up in the order is the nimble right. It is going to turn and run uh, to plug the hole at the door, and it's going to attack uh, Peter directly. Uh, he is going. Yeah. To, yeah. He's going to do two arm blade attacks against you, Peter. Uh, he's going to do. Sorry. Twenty plus. <laughs> Both hit, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, they most definitely hit. Oh, Peter, I'm so sorry. But they don't do too much, so it's just going to be 3d6 plus 6. Uh... He's going to do 18 points of damage to you, Peter. Oh, my God. That's a crit. So when you, whenever, you, whenever you crit, he comes up. So he just comes up and he just uh, he pounds on Peter. And I just wanted to double it's check. Like What's your health at, Peter? Uh, it is now. It went from forty-four down to twenty-six. Oh shit! Okay, so he took a he takes a good chunk out of you. Uh, oh yeah. Next up in the order is Ed's turn. <sighs> and now, Ed, because there is no way into the room, you cannot move through an individual square. So there's really nothing I can possibly do. You can count. I mean, combat-wise. Yeah, you can. You can cast spiritual weapon. There's all sorts of stuff you could do. I mean, you could heal Peter. You got. You got I was gonna say, you got, like, you I, can, I can do what I'm supposed. I don't like. To do. I don't like to hear that. I don't like to hear that. You, you, give me, give me, give me some options, man. Throw, throw down some nasty spell work. I was about to, man. You know, like, there's tons of stuff I can do, but like, I can't attack this beholder. Peter is in the doorway. How is Megan looking? What, what was her, her uh, half in uh, thing? How does that work? Is that can I possibly cure it? Uh, I think you can cure it with a lesser restoration if you like. What are you curing for me? My intelligence? Yeah. Uh, lesser restoration just says uh, blinded, deafened, paralyzed, or poisoned. I'll let it cure this for the purposes because uh, a fucking uh, mind flayer stuff is dumb. <laughs> and also, I I don't like dumbing down characters. It, mechanically, it doesn't. It's not fun. <laughs> All right, so if that's the case, I will use a second level spell slot to cure her of that. Okay, that's your action. Now what? Uh, do a sec. I'm gonna. I can use a cantrip still, correct? No, you cannot. You cannot. You cannot. Cantrips are one action, I believe, unless there's like a specific bonus action cantrip that you're thinking of, and I don't think there's any. This is, of course, Gauze, the Warforged uh, healer. Yes. Yeah, you have Bless, Cure Wounds, Guiding Action. Those are all actions. Mm. Uh, healing Word is a bonus action. You can cast Healing Word. Cool. Uh, I have plenty of first-level things. 
Um, who is more damaged, Megan or Onathera or Somnus? Uh, Somnus. That's a great question. I think, uh, guys, make sure to uh, mark your damage on your character sheets for me. Uh, I 18, so 30. I'm down to 26. Yeah, I think uh, I think definitely Somnus, if I had to guess. Actually, you guys, three points difference. Uh, Onathera mm. has less total health, though. Uh, I'll do the full... I'll, I'll use the healing word on, on Athera as, because, I mean, I already cured her of her yeah. half and Might as well do, like, a full checkup. Yeah, he's... I would say Peter's obviously going to take more damage. Yeah, he's right out in front. Also, healing word is a d4, so go ahead. Roll it. d4 plus 3. Uh, fine, I'll use it on Peter. Uh, you do what you want. Sorry, that's right. We're backseat. We're backseat charactering him. No, you guys are correct. I mean, he is gonna take more damage. I was yeah. just, you know, being lazy, and I'm already working on her. But you know, I gotta spread the the healings around. Sure, sure. Uh, do I have to position myself, um, like next to him for healing word? Or no, healing word is distance. It's low healing, but it doesn't matter. All right. I think it's sixty feet. Which is also, if, if a character becomes incapacitated, it's a godsend. Of course, that's 1d4 plus 3. That said, I would probably, no context except somebody being incapacitated, use the spell slot for it, but that's another day's discussion. Sorry. Back seat. Uh, okay, so he gets seven. Okay, yeah. Seven points of healing to uh, Peter. I guess I do have to go down at least one square just to be in line of sight. No, you're in line of sight from there. He's in the doorway. You can see his square so you can see him. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Okay. And uh, next up in the order, I believe, is oh shit, is the uh, spectator, and so he is going to uh, do two eye stock attacks this turn, but it's not going to be targeted at you guys, I don't think. Uh, he's going to target his eye stocks. He's going to target his fear ray at the drow, who is going to roll. And actually, this is a perfect opportunity for me to roll behind the screen. One second. We're behind the screen. Amazing Opportunity for okay. Alrighty. So you see one of the bl the fear rays uh, go off, and it, there's a blinding flash of green light as it shoots and hits the uh, the uh, drow immediately next to his square. Uh, and you see the drow uh, looks frightened. All right, and then he's going to fire another ray at the back. A red ray is going to be fired directly at the back of the nimble right. And I think the nimble right is going to fail, and the nimble right is going to take some damage. Nimble Ray takes a lot of damage. Wow. Ooh. That's the enemy Nimble Ray, though. Yeah, he did. The, but, but still. The spectator uh, shot the enemy Nimble Ray. And that is the, that is the, the, and the spectator is going to move one square down. And that is its turn. Good lord. Okay. Uh, next up in the order is Trevor. Um. um. I was going to pull out all the stops and attack the nimble right in front of uh, Somnus, but I'm thinking he might be on his last legs now. How is he looking? 
Uh, he is more than bloody. There are cogs. There's little black fluid leaking out of him. He just got fucking boned in the back hard. Okay. Uh, instead of using up my last level three spell slot, then I'm going to use magic missile just as its regular first level. You don't need line of sight for that, correct? Um, you know, that's a good question. Let me check. Uh, yeah, shit. You create three glowing darts. Each darts hits a creature of your choice that you can see within range. Well, I guess I could move behind um, Elethera then. If you move behind, I think you're not going to be able to see. You'll see the nimble right, but you won't see the spectator. So your field of vision will kind of be limited by the door frame because it's like a thick wall. At least then I can help out with the nimble right before it attacks Somnus again. Yeah, yeah. That's my thinking anyway. Okay. As a wizard, I kind of belong in the back, so... You know, actually, let me move um, into the into the far corner of the room to give room for the other nimble right to step up if he should choose to. No distance between. issues. This is a very tight combat corridor situation. You guys, yeah. you guys are like packed in. That's the whole point. <laughs> My spells have a long ass range, so I am just gonna sit <laughs> tight in this corner. Uh, you know, big furbog that I am, a little bit cramped, maybe. I'll rub my back against the corner of the walls a little bit. Got an itch there. Um, while I prepare this spell, and like I said, just its regular first slot. So it's going to be three magical darts. Three D four plus three. It's like I rolled eleven total. Yeah. Damn it. Uh, how do you want to do this? Oh. Uh, Make it spectacular. Three magic missiles. So I'm just going to shoot at like the three major orifices on this machine man's face and just oh, like, okay in the face i was like what <laughs> the orifices sorry hey man i'm not an expert in like machine man anatomy I don't presume <laughs> he's um, dead like yeah two in each eyeball and one through his mouth so they go bang bang boom and you literally blow his head apart and you see his like his like robot brains which seems to be very crystalline in nature as it as it skids across the room and he is down uh anything else on your turn trevor remember you can now use your movement i think you used five ten movements i don't think you can actually get through them to get into the room if you wanted to you no, still have 20 I, movement i don't have a lot of armor or anything so i'm just gonna sit tight i think okay uh next up in the order is the drow who is going to move down here and he's going to attempt to go into i'm gonna just delete this kinku just so it's not confusing uh he's going to move around the spectator never leaving its its reaction area and then he is going to attempt uh because he seems to have been frightened by the fear ray from the spectator so he seems he's going to attempt to try the door and he's going to use his action to the door so he moves 5 10 15 20 25 30 and he's moved into the corridor beyond with the door open and he's going to leave the uh, the creature's uh, field, and it's going to attempt to take a bite attack at him. Uh, let's see what its bite does. Its bite will hit him and uh, kills him. No, it's no. It's actually his bite is not that big a deal. Uh, yeah, it's like a little nibble. It'll do three damage to the drow. Like like a little nibble. It's like. Rah, rah, rah. Okay, so it does some damage to the drow. Uh, next up in the order and is of the turn is Peter. Oh, it's my turn! Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's right, because because I'm because I'm last. Uh-huh. Um, 
Okay, okay well, if it's just the, so one, two, five, ten, fifteen. So, so I could, so I could feasibly make it over here and stab it. Stab it. Let's stab it in the face. Face. Yeah. Uh, roll twenty. Okay, so twenty, and that would be less five because I'm going to stab myself with my. The other thing, we need to work on getting macros down. I'm sorry about that, guys. I need to do some stuff about that, but still, go ahead. There we are, rapier. That definitely didn't hit. That didn't. That didn't uh, oh, hold on. He's, Wait, not, really? he's not that tough. Uh, well, he's not that. He doesn't have high AC, but it, no, you didn't hit him. That's yeah, I was like, it was like yeah. that's a seven. Like mm. that's not. Yeah, and there's. I don't. I, I aggressively. There's very few creatures that are under eleven. Period. Uh, yeah. Because statistically, with any plus, it would always be more than a seventy-five percent chance to hit. Uh, so go ahead uh, with your second attack. <laughs> okay, second attack. Uh, dip. All right, that hits. Okay, cool. Uh, that's going to be a one. D plus uh, one D eight plus two blah blah. Uh, one D eight plus two, so plus so plus two. That's five. So five damage to him. So you managed to do some damage to him. Uh, he is just so you kind of Peter. I just wanted to give you this. This creature is freaky because like one mm. of the things that you need to consider, like the immediate thought that goes through most people's heads when they see a beholder is like, what does it do? Because its mouth must be facing the back end of its anus if it has an anus because <laughs> essentially this whole thing is a giant beach ball you feel like you could press all your hand all the way into its mouth and touch the back of it so how this creature eats or its physical internal system works makes literally no sense to your head it is a giant fucking round horned monstrosity with wiggling eyes and tendrils and it's just it's just not a great time to be entirely. So it's like Pac so it's like Pac-Man but horror. Right, exactly. It's perfect. Uh yeah, so next up in the order is Megan. And you are now healed and you are feeling much better like your normal self. Which is great because I don't have to question you about using smart tactics about like running the, into the room, which I almost did because you're supposed to be half at intelligence, but I don't like doing that because that's dumb. I thought that was not fixed. I thought he fixed Somnus instead. No, he gave you. A, he did. He used his first health spieling to use uh, uh, lesser restoration, which restored your intelligence. Okay, I run back into the room. I attack him with two arrows again. Okay, roll the attacks. Do you guys know how to do macros? I'm so sorry. Nope. Okay. Nope. Um, I remember Amber us figuring out macros the first time we did this, but I've since forgotten. Okay, that definitely hits. Oh yeah. Boom! Big rolls. Everybody think big roll thoughts. Okay, uh, so that's five damage. Go ahead and roll all the all the to hits before you roll down. Yeah, and then oh, okay, so uh, that's a so that doesn't hit. The second one doesn't hit. So you only do five damage to him. Uh, yeah, but that's still, that's still some damage. Uh, and let's just see where he's at. Uh, he is still not bloodied. What the fuck? Nope, he's pretty tough. And next up in the order is going to be Ed. All right, I, uh, move in there. Okay, move your character. I cannot. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, hold on. Okay. Oh, I forget how to do okay. this. 
I click click where you want a character put, and I'll figure this out later. Five, ten, fifteen. Where else do you want him to go? Up or down? Uh, that should be uh, up. Just in case Trevor wants to come in there, he can get in there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do, 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 do. I then use my Toll of the Dead cantrip on the Beholder. Okay, go ahead. Uh, he needs to make a save. What's the save? Uh, wisdom saving throw. Okay, for the Beholder. Uh, that's not bad for him, actually. So it's, uh... Oh, but he fails miserably. Okay, roll damage. One D twelve of necrotic oh, damage. Actually, hold on. Nope, he doesn't. He's a he does not. He's not. Remember, this is a spectator. He's kind of like a beholder light, so he does not have advantage on saving throws. So go ahead and roll damage. Eight. So yeah, you give him eight damage. Okay, he is finally bloodied. Finally, bloodied. Okay, now here's. Here's where do I want to spend my last second level spell slot to do a bonus action spiritual weapon to try and kill this beholder right now? Or do we have it and should I save that? I will keep in mind the drow is in the hallway. He's a coward. Well, he did get hit with a fear ray. Yeah, he did get hit with a fear ray. That is true. Okay. Which means he'll he's gonna run away. On his turn, he's not afraid. Get, he's not afraid of you. He is afraid of the beholder. So he's gonna keep running. So we don't have to worry about him until the beholder's dead. But then he'll be long gone. Sure. Unless you kill him before his turn. Yes. Mm. And also, the fear effects may specify line of sight. So anyway, I think I'll hold on to my second level spell slot because I don't know how long we're going to go until we get yes. a long rest. Now I can do my wounding ray. <laughs> Alright, so I guess I'm done. No, it's okay. You probably could not have killed her. Uh, I mean, a, a spiritual weapon's a d8. Even max damage on a spiritual weapon wasn't going to kill him in one turn. So, remember, it took a little while for you guys to bloody this guy. Uh, one d8 plus my spellcast modifier, sir. Which would still not kill him. Uh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Uh, none of you guys have a one-shot tool for this guy uh so he's going to use his two rays as well uh first one he's going to do is he's going to fire his uh ray directly at Peter. peter and he's going to use a uh -huh. paralyzing ray uh -huh. make a dc 13 uh constitution save like a what a dc 13 constitution save constitution oh so no make a constitution saving throw Sorry, I, oh, I, don't, I don't have to tell you what you have to be. You have to be a 13, essentially. <laughs> I was like, what Sorry. are you talking about? <laughs> I don't really should. No, that is, that is no a D13. That is a bad that is a bad DM thing. I shouldn't tell you what the save is. I should just tell you to do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you said, you said it's constitution? Yeah, so it's a constitution okay. for uh, for Somnus is your save is plus, plus five. Oh, five. God. Why did I throw that at you? Son of a beeswax. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I know. Wait, I was... hold, wait, 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 hold on. Is that a D20? Is that the D20 you just rolled? 
Yeah, D20 plus 5, then plus 5, so 10. So yeah, it still hits. So you, no, you've, yeah, it still hits. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so the target must succeed on a, on a, or, or be paralyzed for one minute. The target can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of his turns, ending the effects on itself on a success. Uh, so on your turn, you are now paralyzed. Uh, huh. So just for conditions, let's just talk about this real quick. D&D conditions. Uh, this is a fun one. Uh, that usually it goes with lightning effects, uh, but paralyzed means a paralyzed creature is incapacitated. See the condition. It can't move or speak. The creature automatically fails strength and dexterity saving throws. Attack rolls against the creature have advantage. Any attack that hits the creature is a critical hit if the attacker is within five feet of the creature. So generally pretty bad. You're now prone and on the ground. So you see this. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, You guys are doing great. Yeah. Uh, he he just he just paralyzed the shit out of Peter. And now he's going to use his second ray at Gauze. I am rusted. Yeah, he's going to fire his wounding ray at Gauze. Gauze, give me a DC thirteen uh, Constitution saving throw. Uh, my Constitution modifier is three. Three. So eleven plus three is fourteen. So you just pass. Fuck yeah. But you don't. You still take half damage. Which is... Which is going to be 3d10. Give me three. Let's see how you did. Minimal rolls. Okay, you did. You take a 10 damage. Minimal rolls. Yeah, so it's still, it's still a, it's a hefty-ass hit. Uh, but that's its turn, and next up in the order is Trevor. Okay, I'm going to uh, use my movement to move... 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 feet into the room uh, between... Yeah, please do. Oh, go ahead. Uh, between Somnus and Othera, yeah. And um, I think I'm going to try and blind the spectator. So it's a 30-foot range, so I should have that diagonally within 15 feet, I think. Right? And he just needs to make a... Or it needs to make a constitution saving throw of 13. Yeah. Oh, he needs to make a constitution save. Well, well, oh, sorry, one more time. I just blanked out. Please continue. I, I have too I'm, many I'm, controls. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna cast blindness slash deafness on the spectator, Beautiful. which has a thirty foot range. Which are so, are you casting blindness or deafness? Blindness. Perfect. Okay. Compute, you specify right. right. Yeah. Blindness. Which I well, I, mean, I, I would assume with a beholder you would cast <laughs> blindness. To be honest, with uh-huh. <laughs> like I would assume, but please continue. Yeah. Uh. uh so it needs to pass a uh, 13 constitution saving throw. Okay, 13 constitution saving throw. Uh, I'm just going to prep you. Uh, his con is two plus his proficiency, so he will have his he will have a four for constitution saving throw. Uh, this might be unlikely. unlikely. Yeah. Uh, it's not bad. It's it's it's. I mean, it's actually it's not like crazy good. It's 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 like similar to you guys essentially, which is about 50 50. What was the save? 13. God damn it. Yeah, so okay. he passes. Mm. All right. Well, that's my action. Um, I'm probably within range of his fear ray right now. So I. His fear ray me. is 90 feet, by the way. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely within range yeah. then. Yeah. So oh, if, yeah. If, he, if, he, if you come into range in that chamber, he can hit you with whatever the fuck he wants. And he does not take disadvantage like range attacks like most people. Sorry. I, I'll prep you guys for some of this stuff in this. This this is going to be so much harder combat in this guy's this time around. You guys have gotten the hang of it now, so we're rolling into it. Yeah, sure, we've gotten the hang of it. Yeah. We got it. We got it. 
I think I'm going to use Disguise Self then. Uh-huh. I want to kill this thing. That's my bonus like... action. Can you cast Disguise Self as a bonus? That is it a say bonus? I'm sorry. I'm. I'm this... I don't think that's a bonus. Oh, action. is it? Shit. Hold on. Let me go to your bonus action section. I know. Well, actually, is. if you look at spell slots where it says one A, one R, one B, that means one action, one it's bonus not action. Not my bad. It's hidden step. I got my wizard magic, my fur bulb magic mixed up. Ah, it's a fur bulb spell. That's what it is. Okay, is it a first level? What is it? Uh, once per short rest. Oh, it's just yeah. Oh, it's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not even a spell. Yeah, yeah. It's furball mm-hmm. magic. Yeah. yeah. No, disguise, disguise oh. self. Yeah, <laughs> furball magic, hidden step. Okay, yeah. Bonus action. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Do it. Do it. You good. You good. You good. All right. Um, do it. Do it. Go Turn you attack, deal damage, or force a saving. I'm not an Italian American, so I actually feel kind of bad about doing that, but it's fine. <laughs> All right. Doesn't look like I need to make any rolls or anything. It's just until the start of my next turn, until I attack, deal damage, or force a saving throw. Once per short rest. So okay. Until my next turn. Hopefully the spectator can't see me. Crossing fingers on that. Oh, is it like it uh, makes you invisible? Yeah, turn invisible until the start of my next turn. Oh, cool, cool, I cool, cool. Or deal damage or force a saving. Throw. All right. So next in the order is the drow, and he is going to pull out. Uh, he is in the tr- tunnel, and all he can see is uh, gauze. So he's going to pull out a tubular device and point it at gauze, and he is going to attack you. Uh, are you ready? What the hell? He should be running away. He's scared. That's not how fear in D and D works. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. But that's fine. I, I certainly <laughs> have no idea how fear. Works I was about to say, did you talk to your dude about how fear works in D and D? Shut up. What is my punishment, sir? <laughs> it's not punishment. It's, you're playing a game, goddammit. Okay, uh, it's 22 to hit, so obviously that hits you, and he's going to do uh, 1d10, 2d10, 3d10, plus 4. So... Minimal rolls. Alright. He does 22? He does 22 points of damage. Uh, do you have resistance to poison damage? I do. You just resistance. Okay, so for the nine of it, the other two, so it definitely, so he, a huge bang in this chamber happens, and you guys are deafened as this man fires a firearm in a fucking stone dungeon, and you, you see the flash, and you guys are momentarily briefed. The bullet hits your iron cogged body, but it's not super effective against you. It bounces off, and some meat goes flying off you. I guess it's not meat. It's the only time that it's not meat that goes flying. Yeah, splinters goes flying off you, and uh, you, uh, you see that the, the bullet is kind of like the green bullet as it hits you spreads out and there's kind of like some sort of like it kind of fucks with your internals but you're going to take uh i guess you're going to take nine plus i think four damage yeah four damage so you're going to take uh you're going to take 13 damage as i'm down to 20 yeah so he just meanwhile packed. meanwhile i'm on something meanwhile i'm oh, on the ground less oh. like is he okay you you're incapacitated. You have no idea what's happening. <laughs> you're paralyzed. I mean, I I can't move, but I can I can I still can perceive yeah. everything. So I'm just like because it's, it's paralyzation. Right. I agree with you. I want to say that you like know what's happening. You're like looking out of the corner of your eye, like what the fuck? <laughs> like, fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah, and there's like this giant green shitty globe, and you're, that's where you see it down there. You see that's where the beholder's asshole is. Uh, you're like oh that makes sense i'm so sorry i I don't know why i'm obsessed with this this was like a question i've always had anyways next in the order is peter uh you can make your saving throw i can try again yeah dc 13 saving throw cool but bring me back to roll 20 i was on my my character page 
plus five. Let's, let, let's just do the advanced roll bit. 13. You pass. Well done. You are awake, but you are prone and on the ground. You can use half. It's like, hi. You can use half your movement to right yourself. Oh, actually, hold on, hold on. Let me text something. Uh, let me text something real fast. Uh, confusion, paralyzing, right? The, the target can repeat the saving throw at the end of each of its turns. So this is the end of your turn. Uh, so you don't actually get to do anything this round. I'm so sorry. No, it's fine. Okay, top of the order. It's Megan. All right. Goody. I'm going to attack him with my arrows again. Hit. Roll your other hit. Both of the spectator? Both of the spectator? Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's you do 11 damage. Uh, now you roll your next attack. Uh, that won't hit, so you're going to do 11 damage to the spectator. Well done. Uh, next up in the order is Ed. And you're staring down the gun barrel of another drow. Yeah, um, that's that's the bitch the thing. If I, I can't really get out of his line of, of vision without... Is the Kengu on top? Is he dead? Yeah, he's dead. All right, so I can move up out of his field of vision and be fine. So I'm going to do that. So you want to move up here? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Because he can't see me there, right? Right. Um, you know what, to be safe, can I go where the Kengu is? He's dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just delete the Kengu because it's confusing. There's two Kengu dead bodies in the room. You guys inherently understand that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so I'm out of, out of the sight. He can't hurt me anymore. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And so at the spectator, I will use... Uh, Another Toll of the Dead. Okay, uh, so it's uh, what's the save he needs to make? Uh, wisdom. For, no, I know it's Wisdom, but like, what? Uh, what's this pass? Uh, DM can ask that. <laughs> Sorry. No problem. It's 12 plus 4, so that'd be 16, which I assume he passes. It'd be pretty impressive if you have a 16 saving throw at this time of the game. How do I, what would it be if it, if it was a wisdom saving throw? It's my... A gauze, for gauze, if you go to the top of your spells page, you can see your modifier, spell attack, and save DC, and your save DC is a 14. So he passes. Gotcha. And I don't think he takes any damage on Toll of the Dead because it's a cantrip, because that would be way overpowered. Yeah. Okay, uh, next up in the order is uh, the spectator, and it's going to shoot. It's going to, oh, once again, it's going to turn, and it's going to shoot at Peter. This time it is going to use a new eye stock. What's up? I'm just saying, am I the only one that's done damage on this thing whatsoever? <laughs> Actually, that is true. It's going to shoot Megan instead. Uh, Are you damaged? <laughs> well, in fairness, Peter's prone. He's not moved. He saved on his last turn. What's up? He's still paralyzed, right? No, he yeah. passed. He's unparalyzed. No, like I passed. Like, but oh, you pa I you save at the end of your turn, 
so you don't get to take any action. So Peter is laying on the ground like a stiff board. So it's like, hi. So there's no reason in canon for the spectator to know that Peter's... There's Actually, to be honest with you, this is actually like something that bothers me. There's no reason for the spectator... I, this has happened to me where I like got hit by specifically a mind flare in a campaign where a mind flare used its mind rain to paralyze me and I sat there and I'm like, I didn't do anything! Why does it keep shooting mind rays at me? Like, I at least have to stand up for it to know that I'm, it doesn't need to shoot a mind ray at me. I don't want to spend two and a half hours being paralyzed or being dumb or stuff like that. Sorry. I understand that, Megan. Anyways, uh, it's not going to attack Peter. It is going to attack Megan instead. It is going to fire a, uh, a paralyzing ray at her. Make a DC 13 constitution saving throw. Oh, I need more wine. This is awesome. Uh, is that, I think that passes if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's a 13. So yeah, you pass. Well done. Nothing happens. Uh, and then it's going to turn and fire its other beam, uh, at gauze in the corner. And it's going to use a, uh, it can't use the same ray. So it'll use a wounding ray on gauze again. Uh, make a DC 13 con save gauze. DC 13 con save. Save yourself. Oh, yeah. Saved. Oh, yeah. Saved hardcore. You nailed it. Okay. That's his turn. And next up in the order is Trevor. Um, come on. That's going to kill us all. Mm -hmm. If I use fireball, is that going to kill us all? Yeah, it will kill, yeah. It will kill yeah. Peter. Yeah, fuck that. So yeah. let me just let me just reiterate this, too. Uh, there is a in Waterdeep Dragon Heist, which this is loosely adapted from. Uh, there is a whole thing about how somebody uses a necklace of fireballs to explode a town square, and how like the actual effect of somebody tossing a fireball is essentially a bomb. Fireball is a bomb. You set off a bomb. All the good and bad from that. That is what I just want to put out there. Also, too, you're in an underground chamber. I might punish you in that manner too if you set off a bomb underground like i just want to i just want you to uh, yeah. that. like it is a bomb <laughs> it is an awesome bomb but it is a bomb <laughs> what if you make him swallow it i was just about to make that suggestion just like oh let him let me know what's wrong with you guys i'm not gonna do that <laughs> why not all right, all right. I, magic missile it is then i'm gonna use up my Trevor doesn't swallow. <laughs> sorry to, what i like what is it? Nothing. 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 Go no, go on. Please go on. <laughs> it was. Uh, it was I'm inappropriate. Using my remaining third level slot to cast five magic missiles at the spectator. Can I? Can I make something else here? I do want to say before you do that, that he's bloodied, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, actually, how do you want you? You rolled it. So how do you want to do this? Uh, I mean, it looks like it has five eyes, so one at each eye, I'm thinking, and uh, hoping that they pierce through the eyes and they just, like, start splurting blood and magic everywhere. Trevor deep Rides digs, or, uh, pardon me, Umaric deeps dig down, and he channels all of this energy into himself, and he summons 
five crystalline-like projectiles crossing his arm, and he flings them out, and the spikes shoot out straight, and it hits one eye, two eye, three eye, four eye, pel- pelting them to the wall before the third, fifth comes in, and the, and the thing screams as the eye pops, and it just like it's like a fucking blood blister that just finally pops, and his eye shoots out of the front of him as you impale the monster against the wall before the crystalline projectiles disappear, and it slides down like a rag doll. And you feel an, you hear an unma- another unmanly scream, and the drow runs into the tunnel. Ew. Visceral. Oh, before he goes, the drow slams the door directly ajar to him as a free action. So, the door is shut. Uh, congratulations, <laughs> you guys have uh, destroyed. You have beaten the. Uh... Yeah. All right, do you, what do you guys want to do? I want to loot that goddamn thing. If there's anything I can get out of it. You want an eyeball? Maybe. Yeah. I'm going to just stand up. You guys What's, you uh, guys can make... They put eyeballs in a little baggie. All right, uh, I just want to put this out here. You guys find... A little Ziploc bag. Uh, yeah. uh, no ice. No ice on those no you ice. can attempt yeah. you can attempt to harvest from the the thing it does obviously it has nowhere to carry shit on it so it doesn't have like gold or anything I like checked that. that back room uh it's a bathroom <laughs> is there any TP yeah there's toilet paper yeah oh my take God. the toilet paper okay you take the toilet That's paper yeah it, it it smells foul this is a this this is like this is like this is like a King Koo's bathroom. It's not like a human bathroom. It's like them, them just be some shitting crows. Where's the bathroom? The right bathroom. That room that it came out of. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's just a bathroom. Like they had shut a fucking beholder in a bathroom. Because you no know, reasons. You you can you can attempt to pull parts out of the uh, out of the nimble right, and you can attempt to pull parts from the. They don't really have much stuff on them. His arm blade is attached to his arm, so it's not useless. Not very useful unless you have. Does anyone have? have te- What's up? Can I have a tooth? It's got like a sharp teeth. Yeah, you can totally take tooth. No, no, no. Okay, if you guys make a survival roll, I'll tell you what you get out of doing it because you can take his eyeballs. It's, 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 it's not. It's un. All of the stuff in a beholder is useful. You just have to like try to. Do it. So, are you going to pursue the drow immediately? Is the question. Uh, ten plus six for survival, so I'm at a sixteen on that. Um, what is everyone's HP like? Should I do some healing things now? Well, should we? That's the question. Do you guys want to take a short rest here? Are we, or do we want to chase after the, that, the guy? That's the question. That's what I'm saying. He's already made uh, because you took the time to like look at the beholder and run a survival. Like he's already had plenty of time to get away. All right. So let's take a short rest then. All right, everybody. If you want to, you know how a short rest works, right? You get to you have a certain amount of hit die, and you get to roll them to recover HP. I just made my survival roll. What's the hit die? So each person has different hit die. You should know your hit die for your character. Because, like, for instance, fighters have higher hit dies than, like, uh, I think, I don't think it lists it anywhere, if I'm not mistaken. I don't think so. Hold on. Let me pull it up. Yeah. Uh, short rest. Class hit die. Short rest is at least one hour. Oh, 48. Thirty. I'm happy with thirty no, no. minutes if I'm if I'm doing it. Okay, so I got it right here. Uh, fighter is D10, uh, mm-hmm. and I think you you have the same number of 
of hit dice as your level. So you have five D10 dice. You can choose to use as many D10 dice, but remember, you don't get those D10 dice back until you take a long rest. Uh, so this is like you get to spend as much as you want in a short rest. I would I, I would argue to spend as much as it is you feel comfortable spending at this point because uh, you're either done with this day or it's going to be a big fight in the next room. All right, a short rest for me is one D... You're a D8. Plus three. Yeah, so you're going to... You, yeah, because it's also plus your con modifier. Not yeah. saving throw modifier. So six. I get six HP. Okay, so, but you can roll that five times if you want. So it's whatever your hit die is plus your con modifier? Right, but you can roll... And you have lots. Yeah, you can roll that five times, and you can choose to do right. all five in one if you have next to no HP. All right, so I'm okay with my roll. I'm only missing two HP actually, so I'm only going to use one slot. Right, so that's exactly the point. Yeah, it's it's a limited resource over the course of the day. That's the whole point. I'm going to do one d six plus one, plus one. All right, I am twenty three damage altogether right now. That's six. Hey, you did not mark that on your character sheet. Who? You didn't. Me? Oh, I'm not refreshing the character sheet. That's my bad. HP? I'm down to 20. Oh, yeah, you're right. You did, and I feel bad. I will refresh everybody's character sheet and remember to do that. I'm so judgmental. I'm so sorry. 23. Right now I'm at 6. I'll do another one. Oh, my bad. I messed up. Another 6. If you're watching, make sure to go post on our Facebook or Twitter. We'd appreciate that. 17 out that 17 i think it's safe to say i'm fully healed yep i'm almost fully healed how many hit dice did you spend peter uh i used i used uh just one and my uh modifier is uh two so, so that's, that's eight so I'm, I'm back up to 41. i'm at full hp and i used four i'm at full hp and i used two See, I think if we're taking a short rest, do I have arcane, or is that only for long rest? You only recover spell shots on long rests, as far as I know, oh, for wizards. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. No, that's the point. Wizards, wizards. So wizards are glass cannons. You can lay down more damage than anyone else, but you have you both have limited resources and are very squishy. Squishy, squishy. And I've used up my third level spell slots, so you guys just know that. Yeah, you really should not have done that. Big eyeball monster. I thought it was a big deal. Somebody shut it in a bathroom. <laughs> hey, I didn't know oh, it was a bathroom. Hey man, traps yeah, are traps. Don't judge them. I'm teasing. It's totally it's totally natural. I don't know. I'm I this is this is like half the fun of D D is being the DM and like saying shit that's just cryptic. <laughs> it's like so much fun. <laughs> All right, is everybody okay? Uh, I'm going to take my hidden step back that I just used up because it's once per short rest, correct? So I get it back? Uh, yes, so you do get hidden okay. step back. All right, cool. Okay. That's not... You can hold on to that. All righty. Uh, I think we're going to go ahead and proceed if everybody's good to go. Anything else you guys want to do? Hi. Okay. I've healed up, so I'm good. All right, let's proceed into the next room. What order do you guys want to proceed down the tunnel? This is a very tight tunnel. I volunteered to go last. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess I'll go second to last, and then 
Onathera, and then Somnus. Yeah, right? I can go first again. I mean, you're you're pretty much our beefy boy. Are you fully healed, Somnus? I'm like three away three away from being healed. I'm 41 out of 44 right now, so I'm like right right there. All right, uh, who who behind Somnus? Onathera. Onathera, then Ed, then me. Or sorry, uh, gone. All right, so here we go. We're going to read some stuff off here. Uh, okay. Uh, you enter the hallway and immediately hear horse and human screams. Uh, <laughs> a voice that you can't quite ascertain. It doesn't seem to come in through your ears. It seems to come directly from you as if your subconscious speaks it to you yourself. You hear a voice that says, Come in. Come in. Come into my lair. Oh, baby. <laughs> Come to the lair of Nihiloch. Do you need a, a lozenge? Ricola? <laughs> what do you think, guys? Should we do should we take take that invitation? Uh, at face value, I, I guess we might as well. We gotta oh. get to the bottom of this. Actually, who? Real quick, real quick, real quick. Before we enter, before we enter, let me look at something real quick. Let me look at something real quick. Yep, uh, vamp. <laughs> <laughs> vamp for him. I'll actually move this forward one so you guys can see like him. Yet another foul-smelling subterranean river to traverse. Okay, before we go in there, I can use a. Uh... What subterranean river are you talking about? I'm uh, looking. The sewer. Yes. Oh, so you're going under the sewer. The map is just like you're not actually going. I'll explain in just a minute as soon as. Oh, Ed's we're ready. underneath it. Nice. I, I have I have a pre-written bit for what you see as you enter the next room. So as soon as uh, Ed's okay. ready, I don't want to ruin it. <laughs> before we go in there, um, for I I can do a, a resistance cantrip. I guess I'll do it on on Somnus. Uh, pretty much, uh, once you can do add a D four to a saving throw. So if we know we're about to go in somewhere, if you want like a free D four addition to a saving throw, I could do that right now. Yeah, but you got to specify which. Well, I, like, and I think you can only do it to one at a time, if I'm not mistaken. You well, can't for, just you can't just hand it out. Resistance. I need a, a miniature cloak. I'm gonna use the one that I grifted off uh, the guy from the yeah. the thing earlier. So you touch one willing creature once before the spell ends. The target can roll a d4 and add the number rolled to this end of the saving throw of his choice. He could roll the die before or after making the saving throw. Sure. So you prep Somnus with what's what's the saving throw you choose? No, it's uh, of its choice. It's the creature's choice. When they have to make a saving throw. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. You know, it's there. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, of its choice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Whatever. I didn't realize resistance did that. Okay. Cool. Uh, and also, um, an ability check. I remind me, what would that fall under? Uh, ability check is a regular check, so it's probably not something you do in combat. That's that's what I wanted to make sure of. Okay. Yeah, a saving throw is like if somebody attacks you and you're trying to duck out of the way and you make a death yes, concept. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Because your saving throws are inherently higher because you add proficiency for some of them. So saving yes, yes, throws yes. are higher than ability checks. Yeah. Generally, generally. I just want to make sure I did the right one. I know. 
D&D, guys. I know. There are so many more rules there. Please don't fucking... I just... Mail about... So... Sorry. All right, so yeah. I, I, I gave resistance <laughs> to Zomnus. Uh, cool. Perfect. All right. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and read this bit off here. Uh, threadbare curtains hang on the east wall of a long hall, in the middle of which a man sits crying, penned by some unseen force to the dais. His screams seem raw and subhuman. His eyes appear bloodshot from broken capillaries. This is the drow that previously ran from the room, and he is bound to the dais by unseen mystical forces. Seated on a raised platform to the south is a nightmarish figure wearing black robes. It has large white protuberant eyes and rubbery purple skin, four tentacles encircling its inhuman beak-like mouth. It cradles and gently caresses what looks like a disembodied brain with feet. This it's beautiful. is the mind flare. So it's Ivan Ooze, but D&D. God damn it, Peter. <laughs> perfect, but I'm bad. Perfect, but I'm bad. All right? I'm a little bad, but perfect. <laughs> okay. Uh, I just walk in like, oh, it's Ivan Ooze. <laughs> and he's just like, damn it. Welcome to my lair. What brings you ends to the lair? Two more of the unliving have come. You are not with this rabble. Why commence? And again, all of his dialogue is in your fucking brain. Because of course. So, why are we here? (laughs) I was so grateful you didn't want to ask that during the, the recap. Wait, are you talking to all of us? Yeah, are let somebody besides Ed talk, please. <laughs> also, we have inspiration. Let's not forget that. You do, yes. Nobody's, yeah. Remind sure. us how inspiration works again so we can use it. On an ability check, you can aura saving throw. You can spend inspiration to roll the dice twice and use the higher of the two. That it's, I just want to say... In D&D, there is nothing more powerful than inspiration because when you use inspiration, it, it just the odds of what you statistically are doing is insane. Word. Inspiration is boss and you should use it more because I'm basically giving you inspiration every session. So you should use it before the end of the session. Uh, please continue. Uh, what do you guys do? I think loudly, we're here to stop the disease. Please speak aloud. You have not the power for your friends to hear your thoughts. He did, though. I heard him. No, you didn't, because he said no, he said he they, he said he thought aloud. He thinks. So. Um, yeah. I think loudly. Yeah. I think loudly. <laughs> I can feel. You haven't had any trouble like flapping your mouth up to this point, Nibble, right? <laughs> oh. 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 <laughs> you call my Umeric. <laughs> Those, those jaws are well oiled. I suggest you you speak for the benefit of all of us, as usual, which is useful. He's in our heads. He backpedals. <laughs> <laughs> speak now, or I will be done with thee. What should we ask him? How do we cure the people of this town? Like, 
No, we, we know what it is. It is not my the... concern. Be gone from this place or I will attack ye. If you have business with this drow, he is now my property. Um, I don't think slavery works like that. I, I brandish. He will use the world brain and we will consume his brain and find out his secrets for our master, Xanathar the Great. I brandish the necklace of fireballs and shout, uh, do you have any interest in this? I seek not your trinkets of destruction. I care not for them. Be gone from this place. Why would I have interest in such a thing? Where do we find it again? On the wreckage. Are, are they the ones who... Are you the one who's who's been stealing the PPE? No. This guy's... This what guy, are you doing? You can roll an insight check if you think he's lying. Sorry, Jack. What did you say, DM? Do you want to do you want to roll an insight check to see if he's lying? But I mean, it, it didn't seem like he was lying. <laughs> it's just by, by nature, he was like, no. It was pretty sweet. He's like, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> what are you doing here? Go fuck yourself. I don't have genitalia. Oh my god, back to that. That's sad for you. If you would enjoy, though, I shall be putting this worm in this man's brain. And he holds up and he has like a little worm. It shall reveal his secrets. But it's a little PG or R-rated for you. So be gone or I shall kill you. Nah, that sounds right up my alley. Do that. I said leave. Okay, we're here because there is disease running amok. It seems not natural, supernatural, some may say. You look pretty supernatural yourself, sir. If you want us to leave, point us in the right direction. Poor favor. Then death, thrice I have asked. Thrice you have denied me. Now you will die and he raises a fist as he stands up and a grass and an arcane light throws to the top of it and he seizes his fist into the ground and you hear a rumbling sound as the earth on either side of the passage of the long hallway cracks open and lava begins to rise and let me just do this real quick oh, where's the lava rising i will show you is it by those pizza slices uh, boom <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, man. Yeah. Gang, any objection to me chucking the uh, fireball necklace? Okay, everybody side? roll initiative. Okay. <laughs> yes. yes. How Too many light. exits do you see out of this room? How many what? Exits. exits. Do I see? Yeah, you blow up. If it's going to... Oh, gonna... the blowback is yes. going <laughs> to... She is correct. I will probably be specific about giant explosions underground. I will also say... Hey, you will kill the drow, too. We care about the drought? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I love you guys so much, by the we way. We gotta interrogate to something. Oh man, these rolls are pathetic. 
Okay, what's uh, everybody? Give me your rolls as you go. Uh, so Trevor, that's a four plus zero, correct? So Trevor's a four. Uh, I'm a seven. Seven total and uh, sixteen total. Megan's me. a four. Uh, Trevor, guys, acting is reacting. What's up? Just nothing. Uh, what was yours, Peter? It was a four. Six, Sixteen total. Sixteen. So Peter is definitely going first. Uh, and then <laughs> there's one more thing in the room. There's obviously the intellect devourer that uh, made uh, her stupid, and it technically goes first. Uh, but that does not matter. Okay, let's go. Okay, uh, top of the order is Somnus. You are now in combat. What the shit? How do I do this? Especially in such a narrow pathway. The drow in the middle of the room is incapacitated and will not get a turn, and he is not loving life. He's just like, why, why, why? Uh, okay, well, so at least more people can, like, try to get in the room. I'm going to, like, just move over. Yeah. Just move, o- move, o- move over sli- over slightly. Okay. And uh, take and shoot an arrow at this thing. So you have, just for the record, you have drawn your bow and you're going to shoot an arrow. You can attack twice with that bow, correct? I... I'm not sure actually with the bow. I, I, you can I know, shoot I, know twice. I have been able you, to you, with this. If you do one, two, you can shoot twice with the bow. Just attack okay. action okay. can be taken twice with that weapon. So go ahead. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah, I, 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 knew, I knew I could with the long Roll your attacks. Arms, go ahead. Let's go ahead and proceed. So roll your attacks against Nihalor, the Mind Flayer Arcanist. Uh, first roll of 17. That hits. Um, roll no no before okay so here's the new thing try to roll your d20s if you've got two attacks roll your d20s so roll 2d20 plus your thing so you know what we happen so you roll your 2d20s at the same time to see if you bet and then roll all your damage dice together that'll speed things up a bit uh so the second attack does not hit so just roll the damage on your one attack okay cool sounds good uh and plus two that's 10 it's more a thing for fighters trevor it's not doesn't really yeah yeah never wizards yeah yeah Okay, so you do eight damage. Uh, so you fire an arrow, and it sticks out of him, and he he's like, Aah! and you see that he is enraged by it. Uh, the intellect devourer is going to just stop down into the thing at his feet, and so it's in his square because it's a tiny construct, and it won't do anything on his turn. Next up in the order is Gauze. Okay. Um, did you guiding bolt? It has a one hundred twenty foot. Uh, range, uh, I believe that's within range. So I don't have to move, correct? Let me just double check because I got this little cool thing here that'll tell me. Uh, to him is fifty feet from where you are. All right, so well within range. Yeah. Again, this is even though it's a long hallway, it's still a very tight space. All right. So, guarding bolt uh, does a uh, range spell attack. Yep. Go ahead and roll it. Sixteen plus, I guess my uh, spell attack, correct? Yep. yep. Uh, which is six. So that would put it at twenty-two. Okay, so that's a twenty-two to hit. That hits. Okay, so now it takes forty-six of radiant damage. Roll it. So he takes nine radiant damage. And now the next uh, attack roll made against him before the end of my next turn has advantage. Perfect. So pretty much the next attack on him has advantage, guys. Okay, now it is the mind. Say that again. <laughs> uh, pretty much the next person to attack uh, the mind flayer gets advantage on their attack roll. 
I want to be very upfront about something about the Mind Flayer too. The Mind Flayer has an ability. Okay, so let me just be upfront with this. The Mind Flayer has an ability called Extract Brain. So I just want to read this to you so you guys are aware of this. Because the Mind Flayer is one of the few characters or monsters in D&D that can kill you in one hit. Uh, one inca uh, On an incapacitated humanoid, so if you are knocked in, like, let's say you're incapacitated by a paralyzed attack, uh, grappled by the Mind Flayer, uh, if this damage reduces the target to zero hit points, the Mind Flayer kills the target by extracting and devouring its brain. So it's a little beak-like thing. If it gets a hold of you and grapples you with the things and bites you enough that you lose all your hit points, it literally pulls the brain out of the back of your head, and there's pretty much nothing you can do for that person at that point. So I just want to make you guys aware of that. This is an incredibly deadly monster. I've made a choice here. If you want to argue with me about why it's even in the game later, I'm happy to talk about it. Uh, but I just want to make you guys aware there are stakes. Okay. So like we I all agree as a party that if anybody gets taken, we should we should kill them so that their brain doesn't get eaten. Oh, I'm on board with that. Sure. Uh, uh, all right, I'm cool. Okay, sweet. All right, so now it's the mind flare turn. And he's gonna say, My turn. And he's going to cast Lightning Bolt. Uh, so a stroke of lightning forms a line 100 feet long and 5 feet wide. Blasts out from a, you in a direction you choose. Each creature in the line must make a dexterity saving throw. His dexterity throw that you have to beat, if I'm not mistaken, is 15. So everybody, uh, so Megan, Trevor, he's going to make a line right here through all three of you. Megan, Trevor, and Ed. Uh, oh, no, Megan, Trevor, Megan, Ed, and Trevor all make dexterity saving throws. Uh, question, when is the appropriate time for a reaction? Because I'm a new. Reaction is now. If you want to, if it's, right. if it's based on like when his attack happens. Then I, <laughs> I need to cast uh, Absorb Elements for the lightning game. That's true. Yeah, do, do definitely do that. All right. Uh, never done it before. So <laughs> reading over how to do it. Sorry. No, you're good. Uh, you're good. First time you hit with a melee. No. Everybody else keep rolling your your. No one else has anything else. So go ahead, Megan and uh, Ed. Roll me a reaction. Your uh, saving throws. I've rolled a ten. So you failed. Uh, did you? Uh, what was yours, Megan? Oh, you've passed. Nice, Megan passed. So you're gonna take half damage, Megan. You're gonna take half the roll damage, and then let's see if you have something else, uh, Ed. Uh, so this is gonna do how much damage is? Oh shit, it's eight d six. Oh shit. I went ahead and made my dexterity saving throw. I'm still not sure how to do. That's right. It's common. Oh, it seems like it doesn't mitigate the damage I take. It just stores it for an attack. No, it does mitigate some of the damage. If I'm not uh, absorb elements gives you resistance, right? Uh, yeah, the spell captures some of the incoming energy, lessening its effect, and you restoring it for the next melee attack. You have resistance to the triggering damage type. Okay, so you have resistance to lightning, which means you take half damage. Oh, okay. Sorry, I didn't see that spell. Yeah, down. yeah. So let's go ahead and let's go ahead and roll. It's going to do eight d six damage to you guys. Uh, it does thirty four damage to Ed, and it's going to do uh, it's going to do fifteen. Hold on, yeah, fifteen plus two. It's going to do seventeen damage to Megan and seventeen damage to to Umaric. So that's having it for me. That's having. Yeah, it 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 would have. So let me just put this out there on a Thera with 39 hit points would have almost been dead. If it hit you with that attack on full, it would have killed you outright. Or incapacitated. It would have incapacitated you. It wouldn't killed you. Because to kill Nine somebody in D&D... 
Yeah. I cast a door of elements. Do I make a choice between doing that or dexterity saving throw? No, you made it. You need to make the dex save. If you make the dex, I did. Oh, you you passed. Okay, so I didn't even need. You to didn't take any damage. Yeah, you're fine. You're fine. Uh, well, you take half damage, and then you have resistance to lightning damage, so it's halved and halved again, is what I would say. So quarter damage. Okay. So with thirty-four, it'd be sixteen. So you take eight damage. Okay. Which is still very smart for you. It was a very good fucking Why, decision. <laughs> okay, uh, that's the that's Nihilor's turn. Boz, uh, are you alive? I have nine. Yeah, he 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 did a fucking number on you guys. Uh, yeah. So next up in the order, I believe that was his turn. Next up is Onathera. Okay. Uh, can I do a bonus action before my regular actions? You can order the actions and bonus and reactions however you like. Not reactions. Reactions are outside of your turn. Uh, What's up? I want to cast a spell as a bonus action. What is it? Hail of Thorns. Yes, ma'am. Cast that shit. Um, Casting that shit on the dude, obviously. Yes, ma'am. And that's a second level spell slot. Um, And then I'm going to... Try to um, hit him with two arrows. And you have advantage for this. That first one does not. Oh, yeah, you do have advantage. This is the first attack, so you roll another one. So that second one hits. Now roll your third attack. I mean, roll your second attack, which doesn't have advantage. Okay. Both hit. So roll all your hit dice plus Hail of Thorns. I'll figure I think we're gonna sit down at the halftime so I think we're gonna get a, a break here at the end of this fight maybe and then we'll sit down and we'll work on the macros while we all get coffee and drinks uh, I'm gonna die so it's a possibility yes <laughs> just Early night. just to revisit remember when you get incapacitated you fall down and you're incapacitated and you make three death saving throws on your turn so you don't die immediately when you lose zero health points uh so I think you did a total of eight. Uh, sorry, I think Anathera, you did a total of uh, uh, fourteen damage. Correct? Yes. Perfect. And then I moved. Nice. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think. What's half his health? So okay, he is still not bloody. Uh, so yeah, and you moved out of the fucking way, which was a very smart decision. Uh, yeah, so that's Anathera's turn. Next up in the order is Umeric. Oh, fuck, it is? Okay. Yeah. Uh, for casting distance, does it include the square that I'm in and the square the monster's in? Yes. For, like, my range? Yes. Okay. So right. you are 55 feet from him. Okay, got it. Um, and I want I want to reiterate this. Your character is in this is in a tight tunnel. You're not in that what shows on the map because that's that's an over the map. The sewer tunnel you came in is above where you're standing. Yeah, I got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I got sorry. It. I see it. It's like a it's like it's like a dumb D and D map thing. Don't worry. Um, I can move both before and after my action and split it up. Split my movement, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, let me move. Uh, 5, 10, 15. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. Uh, 20 feet forward adjacent to the other nimble right first. Uh, so let's see. That puts me within 5, 10, 15, 20, 
540 range. Still can't do anything else but magic missile, I don't think. Okay. Um, yeah, that or fireball. So I'm going to cast magic missile as a second level spell. Uh, so well, it's a first level spell, but you're casting it at second level. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, which gives me one additional dart. So four darts. Uh, 46 plus four. I'm going to cast four darts at the Mind Flyer. All right, you do 16 damage. Six. Okay. Uh, the Mind Flayer is going to use the shield spell and it will have no effect. Jesus, okay. It's that you uh, use this reaction to cast shield. Uh, its AC is now 20. Do I get the lightning bonus from last round when I stored up my energy? Sorry, I just... No, that doesn't work. That works only on physical attacks. Oh, shit. Okay. So that doesn't right. do anything along those lines. It also doesn't do anything to him. He's just shield. So one of the things, literally shield spells, let me just read this off to you because this is specific to shield. Just It's an important thing for you to also just kind of know about shield spells. Uh, like shield spells specifically, an invisible oh, right. barrier of magical force appears and protects you until the start of the next turn. You have plus five to AC, including against the triggering attack, and you take no damage from magic missile. The spell literally okay. specifies right. magic missile. Right, because right. I can cast that too. Yeah, that I got exactly. So if he right. and he also has magic missile and can cast it at like an eighth level. So it, well, it, now we know. Yeah. So also, um, yeah. <laughs> Then I'm going to move out of his direct line of sight over here. So, no, he can still see you. The The lava is on the ground. It's still an open chamber. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Hmm. Well, let's see. How much movement have I used so far? I will say he did this specifically with the lava because his lightning bolt is fucking deadly. So I would not recommend lining up. Like, I still might as well get out of his, like, a direct line. Is well, because mean? Lightning Bolt works in a direct line. So if he fires in a direct line, it... Yeah, it looks like that's the only thing I do. I, I can do. I don't have enough movement left to hide in the next room yet. Yeah, because it so would be 10. It would be difficult terrain to move through your opponents. So it'd be almost 40 movement to get to the next bit. Yeah, I, I've already used up too much. Yeah, so you can only go there, honestly. I would recommend I'll that. Just, yeah, I'll just go there and... Um, uh, lightning cast out in a in a direct line, but he I'm sure you know he still has magic. He can he can angle it at you. Remember, he can just shoot it at just you. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and use my my uh, my my uh, fucking hidden step again. Then just <laughs> so what does it do? Time bonus action. Turn invisible to the start of your next turn. Um. Or next damage, or... Sure. Okay, yeah. All right, uh, so now next up in the order is Somnus. Feeling the burn. <laughs> feeling the burn. Um, you literally feel the heat from the lava. It is like, yeah. it, you feel like you're going to fucking melt. It is not great. It's so much fun. Uh, mm, this is rough. We're going to die. 
You're uh, so cheery, Ed. I love you so much. <laughs> you wanted to end this campaign, I was, and now you are. You said you wanted to be less than three sessions, so here we are. <laughs> when did that ever come out of my mouth? I'm joking. I love you guys. I want this to go on forever, so I'm sorry I'm stretching it to multiple sessions. It is my fault. This was supposed to be two is sessions. It? I thought we were moving really slowly. In the first ca- the first episode did move very slowly, is what I would say. Is We were learning. It's fine. Uh, please continue, Peter. I'm gonna take another two shots of my with my longbow at, at, at the mind flare. Okay, yeah, roll your d20s. Okay, so plus uh, five so, eight, so fifteen and nineteen both will hit. Yeah. Okay, cool. So then you get uh, to roll all your damage dice at once. Plus, remember okay. your modifier to that is doubled for the two. Oh. Oh no no hold on hold on he cast shield so neither hit. Of course. He yeah, because he's a fifteen shield. plus five to his AC means twenty, so nothing hits. Yeah, sorry. My bad. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Peter. It's like, yeah, cool. And then I forgot. And then you're like, oh, Trevor caused it to happen. He cast magic missiles and <laughs> reminded me that shield was a thing. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was about to roll my D8. About to be really happy. It was about to be. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Yeah. What else do you want to do? You got a bonus action and you got movement. Not much movement. <laughs> um. I think it only lasts until your turn, correct? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think I think if I'm not mistaken, Umaric, I think that spell resist. It's it's just uh, ooh, absorb elements. Uh, the spell captures some of the incoming energy, lessening its effect. So yeah, it's only when you are attacked and you use your reaction to do it. So you still have your reaction. So you could cast it again, but you would have to use another spell slot to do it. Oh shit! Yeah, okay. I didn't even think of it using a spell slot. Right. Yeah. It totally yeah, it does. Yeah, it's a good spell. It is a good spell. It saved your ass. So I would. No, it's worth it. Yeah. I just like. Yeah, because it was a reaction. I didn't think about it. Yeah, yeah I got yeah. it. I, I have weathered fireballs with that spell, specifically. I have two slots left, guys. Just putting it out there. <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, you know, I'd like to prepare just, if I can, I like to prepare a dodge for my next time, or like if he comes at me. I want to put this in perspective. This guy started with 71 hit points. I'm just going to give you guys this information. He's down to 40. You have done damage to him. So it's not hope. You're telling us it's not hopeless. I'm telling you, yeah, I'm getting a lot of hopelessness at this point. This is a hard battle. Look at your spells. Think about what to do. Try to try to think about Nova-ing this guy. Use everything you guys got. And you have more than enough ability to kill him if you want to. So let's go ahead and see what you guys got. So Peter, what do you want to do on your bonus action and your movement? There's my mouth. Sorry. Uh, for right now, I'm going to move into this little room perfect okay uh i'm assuming you're out of sight so you don't want to do anything else yeah no yeah i'm good you have your fighter action so you could have taken i think you could have taken like a secondary action too really uh no well no i i'm i'm, I'm honestly okay with like just like just moving so i want to like, no. i want to let you know so like let me just go through that you haven't spent any of your superiority dice you you have second win so once per short so, rest you can use your bonus action to gain 1d10 hp you can also uh i think you got parry repost and you also have action surge which means you can take two turns in one round essentially my 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 my, my the my, my superiority superiority dice though like like they they also kind of 
like rely on me being attacked with a melee attack, and he is not close to me to do that. Oh, do you only have parry and repost? Oh shit, yeah. Uh, I have parry, repost, and um, and yeah, I, 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 know I, think, I, I know. I think your character should have a third one of them. I'm not mistaken. I I, I think I do. I'm, I'm just trying to find it on my character sheet. But it's I not on your character it. sheet. So if I had to guess. Yeah, parry, repost, and sweeping attack. When you hit a creature with a melee yeah, sweeping, attack, sweeping attack, yeah, yeah. yeah, sweeping attack. That was it. That was yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry, it took me a minute. Uh, yeah. So, like I said, uh, I'm just letting you know there is, like I said, you gotta use, you gotta maximize some of these character traits here, and definitely do that because on your turn's turn, you can take four bow attacks as opposed. to Make sure he's not with shield or something. All right. Anyways, I'm not trying to bug you. I'm so sorry, Peter. Uh, next up is the intellect devourer, which doesn't take a turn. It just sits at his feet, purring like a fucking Doctor Evil's cat. And then, except it's a fucking brain. And then next up on these gauze. Okay. So. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So I'm gonna move in a bit closer to like the first level of the of the lava. So I'm not in like a direct, like horizontal line with everybody. I'm just one, one square closer. I still can't move my character. Hello. Yeah. What's up? Go ahead and move. Him. Oh, you. Can't that's right. You can't move him. Okay. So where are you going? Um, pretty much one space ahead of, uh, preventing everyone from being in a horizontal line. Perfect. So right here, uh, one more. Got it right there. Yes. Right there. The heat on either side of you is just like molten. It's like, it's compressing you almost. You feel like you're going to fucking melt. You don't appear to be melting and you figure that like fucking lava this close should be melting you, but it doesn't. But it doesn't you're getting malleable at this point no no i'm just feeling the heat i'm saying maybe you could contort yourself into a more useful shape or, or something i don't know uh -huh. no, are you half wood shit i'm half wood that is but, like, correct. can hold some heat some I'm not going too much farther in <laughs> sorry Oh no, he got some type of gravity spell. I know if that's character. <laughs> it's not the character. If if he he, he is like Nihilor's laugh would be more like ha 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 ha. Oh, like it was before. And in your brain. So, there you go. Uh-huh. Okay. Please continue. Okay. All right. So, I'm going to I'm going to do some big boy damage moves cuz I'm like I could heal myself. But we need to like do dam damage, so I'm gonna do some big boy damage spells, and hopefully I don't die, and we do enough overall damage. So I am currently debating what big boy spells I, I should throw at this thing, and I think that's oh, that's coming. Well, I can't cast anything at him because he's got shield, which negates magic missile. So. Okay, uh, let's just visit this page. I'm just gonna look at this. You have the, the you have the fireballs. You also have burning hands, which would explode us all. You have well, no. So at this point, if you threw a fireball down there, you'd probably be fine. It's gonna kill the drow, but other than that, all right. I was getting the opposite impression a few a few beats ago. It might collapse. The Not just there, it might collapse the tunnel. It might collapse the tunnel. But the situation you're in, it's 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 your it's your debate. You might end up collapsing the tunnel and getting buried under rubble, or you might kill the thing. So. 
right. Um, can, can you be a nice team and just tell me, would it be wise to attack this thing with wisdom saving throws? What does that even mean? Uh, that's a good question. Um, his wisdom is a plus. Attacking his wisdom, wisdom. His wisdom save is a plus six. So wisdom he save is, is a plus pretty six. smart. I'll say this. I'll, I'll even give this to you. His intelligence save is a plus seven. His wisdom save is a plus six, and his charisma save is a plus six. Uh, so okay. the point is, he's not strong or dexy, but he is very intelligent. Mind games are his fucking forte, so you might not have a fun time with that. Right. Mind right. games. That's that's why I asked. Like, I... okay, so I believe I'm going to. Thumb in my spirit. No, because that's a wisdom. I'm going to push you for an action here now because it's, it's. Okay. Yeah. Yes. All right. So I'm going to do a do, do level three guiding bolt on the the mind. Flayua. The mind. The mind flayest. Yes. The, the big. Big, uh, big ugly big person. Big ugly motherfucker. Yeah, the big ugly motherfucker. So, Guiding Bolt level 3 is... It's to hit, right? Uh, it's a ranged spell attack. Keep in mind his 20 AC is still up. So his AC is 20 right now. So... I'm just, I'm just giving you information here, man. Your spell attack is plus 6. So you're going to roll a d20 and you got to beat 20. So 50-50 chance you're still going to miss. You're going to make that attack like 25% of the time. You have to roll, with a plus 6, you have to roll above a 14 on the dice. I'm going to do it. Okay, cool. It's just very likely to miss. I know, but I'm going to do it. I know. I'm torn. Fucker. Yeah. Spell is. Uh, Fuck! Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You missed. Wait, hold, I guess it's too late to. Uh, I gave you a inspiration lot. Inspiration for, for like. No, you can spend inspiration on the roll. I'll let you roll one more time. All right. Because, because Jesus, come on. Give it to me, please. Fucker. That's, that's just wow. bad luck. You tried, man. I'm, I'm going to give you credit. And I gave you a lot of warning about that attack too. You did. But like <laughs> I said, I was, I was going for the gusto. I, I appreciate it, but it is. And you remember because even you spit the spell, you still use the spell splat. I know. Oh, I know. Yeah, okay. That was my, my level three. Right. Um, it was Ed's turn. It is now. But hold on. I'm not quite done. Oh, so what you got? What you got? What you got? <laughs> second level bonus action spirit weapon. Oh boy. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm 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 down for the count. I'm I'm I'm, I'm trying to kill this thing. I'm trying to kill this thing. All right. So spiritual weapon at level two. Um, create a float floating spectral weapon. Uh, and then it does one d eight plus spell modifier force damage. And I think it just does that. There's no saving to it. Okay, what is it? Uh, spiritual weapon? Yeah, but you create a weapon and it attacks people. Yes. Oh, you want to know what this f 
floating spiritual weapon is. Yeah. Uh, no, well, let me know what it is, and let me know and roll the attack to hit him. Uh, I don't know what the attack roll on this is. It'd be your regular. It'd be your spell attack. So for uh, huh. gauze. Sorry, we're still learning. It's D plus six. Plus six to attack. D twenty plus six. So you get to roll again. Crit. Oh, you hit him. Roll. So when you crit, you roll double the damage for the weapon. So I think it's a D8, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so now it's 2D8 plus 3. Oh, that's a big chunk of damage. Roll that shit. 2D8 plus 3. So 16 damage. Uh, well, uh, oh, plus you have a plus 5 here. Is that correct? Oh, uh, that's a roll. That's a roll. So it's 16 damage total. Okay, yeah, you do 16 damage. Well done, sir. That is a chunky bit. Uh, he is now officially bloodied. Okay, and my spiritual weapon of choice is the army of scrubbing bubbles. The, the you know what I'm talking about. The thing Mr. The eye, Clean. Oh no no, no it's the scrubbing bubbles. Scrubbing bubbles. Yeah, it's the little thing that looks weird. It's like oh a yeah, yeah yeah yeah. It has those. the big googly eyes. Yeah yeah yeah. It's really fucking weird. That's I, I appreciate I that. I haven't thought of those in forever. Spiritual weapon, buddy. Yeah okay okay okay. All right all right. Here we go. Uh, next up in the order is the Mind Flayer's turn, and it's going to turn towards it. And in its line of sight is Ed and, or it's specifically uh, Somnus. Uh, no, no, fuck. It's Goss and uh. and Umaric. Yeah, and it's going to say, ha, ha, ha. "You have efficiently attacked me, so now I will unleash hell upon your mind." And you see a gathering of almost mental energy upon it, if you can see such things. And in the 60-foot cone, it is going to unleash its Mind Blast. Which will just, because Megan and Peter are around the corner, it's just going to hit Trevor and Ed. And let's go ahead and roll. Both of you need to make a DC 15, uh, I think, a DC 15 intelligence saving throw. I actually think Megan is in it too. Megan make an intelligence saving throw too. So I can do that, but I, <sighs> it sounds like it would also be a good time to cast shield in reaction. Uh, but that won't affect save damage. Is it against oh, magic? Oh, right. right. What's up? Is it against magic? Uh, it is a magic attack, yes. I have advantage on intelligence throws against magic. Uh, it's As a gnome. It's Mind Blast. I'll let you have it. Go ahead. I don't think that's correct. So you fail. I'll go, we'll roll the second one, Megan. On D&D &D Beyond. I'm just saying. No. If you don't think that's accurate, we don't have to. The question is whether or not... You're, you're totally correct, Megan. The I'm not questioning you. I'm questioning whether or not it is because it's a Mind Flayer. He's an Arcanist, so he's a wizard Mind Flayer. Is this his psychic abilities or his magic abilities? I'm going to let you have it because I don't know. <laughs> So I have to do, I have to go question Reddit about it later. So I don't want to fucking slow us down right now. And when I don't want to slow us down, the answer is you get it. So go ahead. Uh, Trevor passes. Holy shit, does Trevor pass? Uh, Megan, wow. Megan fails. Uh, and uh, I fail. Where, where'd you fail? I haven't seen your roll. 13. Oh yeah, you definitely fail. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> Megan. Okay. So. Uh, I mean, if you didn't see it, it didn't happen. I can go again, right? And then do even worse. Okay, so holy shit. <laughs> holy shit, I should have read the rest of this damage before I cast this. Uh, oh boy. Uh, What's happening? Uh, so it's going to do 4d8 plus 4 damage. 
it's going to do 30 damage to Gauze and Megan. Am I, like, dead or not? I had 9 HP. So, yeah, you're you're incapacitated at this point, which means that on your next turn, you're going to make a death saving throw. You need to make... When you make when you make death saving throws, you either make three successes, which is essentially roll a d20 to beat a 10. And if you beat it, what happens is that you come back to life with one HP if you make three successes. But for right now, you are down and stunned. Uh, Megan, what's your HP currently like? I'm fucking dead. Or, I mean, like, zero. Wait, you were 22 before? Oh, yeah, that's right. You took the lightning. So, yeah, you're both... Both Onathera and Gauze are now stunned. Or, no, they're incapacitated, so they are dying. They have been hit by this mental attack and are dying. Trevor, you managed to fight it off and take no damage. Okay, uh, that's its turn. And it can't do that ability every time, so we'll have to recharge that ability. Uh, Onathera, it's your turn. Roll me a d20. Let me just double check rules of death saving throws. Uh, whenever you start your turn with a zero punch, you must make a special saving throw called a death saving throw to determine whether you creep closer to death or hang onto, onto life. Unlike other saving throws, this one isn't tied to any ability score. You are in the hands of fate now, aided by only by spells and ability, features that improve your chances of succeeding on a saving throw. Chances of succeeding on a saving throw roll a d20. If the roll is 10 you or higher, you succeed. Okay. Onathera, you succeed on your first one, so you have one plus day of saving throw. If you get three fails or three successes, you'll come back to life and or die. So you are currently dying and from or. the position of the game. Uh, and that's your turn. Uh, so next up in the order is Umarek. Should I... You just watched I your... Just... You just watched two people nearly fucking die from its mind blast. Should I use my action to stabilize my friends or attack the intellect devourer? Because I, I can't attack the mind flayer because magic missile is useless against it. It will also cause it to cast shield again. Yeah. And so that was its turn, so its AC is now 15 again. Mm. What do you think, Somnus? You're the only one left standing. Right, yeah. I'll say um, this. It has 24 hit points left. Shows a conviction. Do something. Do you have like any physical thing that you can do against it? Uh, I'm, other than the other than the basically the bomb. Remember, uh, like Umaric, saving throws are not affected by fucking spell shields. Saving throws are not affected by spell shields. So burning hands will do damage to it, and it cannot save against that. And it's also, I believe, a deck saving throw, which it is not necessarily good at. Oh, sorry, I'm giving too much information now. Well, I thought about using Burning Hands, but I'd have to get more into its range, which I guess I'm in its range anyway. But Burning Hands... All of its max damage abilities are at max range for you guys. It makes no difference in damage-wise whether or not you're close or far away to it. We established it's a magically dangerous creature. It does not give a sh It loves that you guys are sticking at the other end of the room. Almost why it cast the lava spell, clearly. So if you run up and, like, punch it in the face, you might be able to do some damage because its physical prowess is weak as shit. But then again, so is Umarek. 
Thanks. Show, show some muscle. Glass, glass, can, glass cannon. Punch I'll say glass. this: Megan and Eddie are totally allowed to kibitz on other people's decisions at this point because you are dying <laughs> for the cause. I did damage. What? Oh my god! Did I end up doing the most damage to this thing? I want to say yes. I almost did damage to it, but then it was like, oh wait, that's right, shield. I forget how right. powerful shield if I is. Count, if I count the square that I'm in and that the thing is in, I can't get within range this turn to cast Burning Hands, guys. Hold on. If he throws the bomb in there now, we're already pretty much incapacitated. Does it really matter? Can he... Uh, if y'all have to experience an explosion on top of being incapacitated, that sounds like it would be aversely affecting your health that, that, and your I'm willing to say this if you throw a fireball now I think the question is what do you got to lose I mean that had occurred to me but I don't just want to make that decision unilaterally on behalf of all my companions well half your companions are on the ground Somnus what do you think shit. I mean um, mm. Onathera oh, has recovered I was asking the other nimble right <laughs> you're dead to me <laughs> You are almost dead to me. I love it. I appreciate your opinion, but technically you're incapacitated. I kind of, I kind of want to say go for it, honestly, just to, just to see what happens. Me too. I mean, if I get within range of this thing, I still won't be able to attack it, and then I'll be leaving myself wide open. Yeah, that's true. What's my, what's my movement? It's like, oh, there it is. Okay. 30 feet. All right. Five, 10, 15, 10, I'm going to do this much for my movement. I'm going to step uh, 5, 10, 15, use 15, half of my movement to step in front of Gauze at least since he's incapacitated. Okay. Um, and let's see, he has 20 something HP left. Check fireball. Eight D six fire damage on a failed saver has as much on a successful one. It's dexterity, right? Yeah, Dex fifteen. I'm gonna check all three remaining fireballs. Oh shit! So effectively, that is going to mean if you add another bead, it goes up a level. So it's a third level fire spell. Uh, hold on, let me just do this. Umaric, uh yeah, if it's a third level fire spell, it goes to fourth, fifth, sixth. So you're casting a sixth level fire spell, which would be 11d6 damage and a dex 15 save. Are you doing that? Yeah. Okay, do it. Okay, so he needs to make a dexterity 15 save. His dex... His dex... It's plus one. So he needs to make a, I think he needs to make a 15. And I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm just telling you all the facts here. He's going to be a D20 plus one to his save. Are you guys ready for this? Whether or not he saves. What was the number? He needs to pass a 15. That's your saving throw for it. Or it's a fat, it's the saving throw for the necklace. Cause it's, it's the saving throw for fireball. Right. right. Well, no, the, it's different for everything. So if you cast fireball, the saving throw is different. You're using an, Artifact to cast Fireball, so it's 15. Okay. All right, here it goes. 
Monday, oh, crit wow. fail! Crit fail on the Mind Flayer! He did not see it coming. Roll that goddamn damage, bitch! Roll it! Did he not see it coming? We showed it to him! Roll that damage! Sorry. 11d6? 11d6 damage. He has 24 hit points. 38 damage. He is dead! How does this happen, Trevor Finn? <laughs> what about the uh, the one that he had captive and the little... Oh, he's dead. <laughs> what about his little mind pet? That thing's dead, oh, too. The... All of... know, like, it's, it's a 20-foot area. Yeah, it's, it's a 20-foot area. Literally, fro- you, he throws it at him, and let me just, just, just check this here. Uh, yeah, right up to about there. Can you guys see my arrow? Yeah. yeah. Right up to there, it's entirely engulfed in a wall of flame as he essentially throws goddamn C4 down. The- Can I just narrate this? I don't want to steal it from you. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, just bring the lava into it. Like, the lava coagulates around the fireball spontaneously. Combusting. Oh, no. This is this is going to piss all you guys off. The lava disappears oh, instantly as the Nine Flayer dies because it was just a hallucinatory terrain spell. Uh, oh fuck! <laughs> of course it was. Of course it was. So you throw, to- you to- toss. To- totally, totally eluded, totally eluded by the by the by the fact by the fact that Jack was like, it feels hot, but you're not burning. I I really did try to I really did try to sell that. Thank you, Peter, for telling me that. I'm just I really fucking tried. Like I, you just had to step in into. Okay. Anyways, point is, Trevor throws a goddamn grenade to the other fucking end of the room or a chunk of fucking C4 and you all of you guys can't hear shit because it just boom and all of the fucking room you see rubble fly back and shrapnel goes everywhere and there's just a fucking pink mist. He doesn't even have time because mind flayers have natural escape abilities called plane shift. He doesn't even have time for that shit as it just explodes him and makes his fleshy body go into pieces and also the drow as well and the uh other thing totally the uh the walking brain everything at that end of the room is goddamn obliterated rocks are falling but you can't hear it everybody's ears are ringing you infinitely all of you now have tinnitus (laughs) that's just a fact (laughs) so yeah he is dead and so is the drow and uh yeah so megan and peter make me one more saving throw peter make me a saving throw you didn't get an opportunity to what about me Oh no, no, sorry. Gauze and Megan. Yeah, I was about to say it's like um, Gauze and Megan. I like. I, I need to Four. stop interacting words. I just need to call you guys by the exact names. Uh, Onathera and, and Gauze make saving throws. I got a four. So you fail one, and you got two more to go. Uh, in the next minute, both characters will or die or live, depending. Megan fails as well. Oh. Megan has one fail and one success. Uh, what do Gauze? I mean, sorry. What do Somnus and Umaric do? Is there anything we can do? They can uh, yeah, stabilize us and oh. bring us up, can't yeah, they? Yeah, this is like classic TV. Let's do this. Stabilize. Uh, Umaric, what you got? Oh, like how? Uh, I have a feat, if I can remember where it is. There's By chance, feature. do maybe any of you have like a... Uh, I'm trying to see if I have a potion or something. Not even a potion, just like a medical kit to like... Oh, um... Right there. Use Gauze's medical kit. Somnus, you got anything? I can. I. I got a. I got a healer feat, but I'm, it's one action, so I, got I don't. I don't got I, I, can I? Can I throw you a potion that I have or something? I have healer. 
I have a healer's kit. Can I toss it to the android? Sure. Who is while he takes 10, the toss action? 20, uh, Twenty-five feet away. Uh, Gauze and and Unathera, roll me another save. Ten. That's two fails for Gauze. Fails for Gauze. I can hear my voice. Can Bro, somebody can my... uh, make sure? Yeah, thank you very much. And uh, Onathar, uh, your save is 18. You pass. You have two passes and one fail. If you get make the next pass, you will be back to life at one hit point. Okay. Gauze, if you fail the next death saving throw, you will die. And you are the, Do I roll it? You are the only one that can cast Revivify, so you will be officially dead, dead, dead. So I used an action to toss the health kit to Somnus. Is it my turn to use another action? Yet yes, it is. Enough? It's Somnus and you are both have action simultaneously. This is not like combat, unfortunately. So All right. you get you get an action. So Somnus uses his action to catch it. He's got it. Uh, I'm not even yeah. going to make him roll for it. What do you guys want to do? Uh, I'll use my feet as a healer to stabilize Gauze. So he regains one HP. And as my action, I can spend one use of my... Oh, fuck. It uses the healer's kit, which I already tossed to the other dude. I'll let you have it. I don't care. You, we're not fighting anybody. You can fly back and forth as you want. Okay. I am yeah. I am fucking with them a little bit, Megan, but sure. <laughs> I'm adding I'm adding suspense. Chill, Megan. <laughs> Alright, so he gets one HP back plus one D six plus four plus additional HP equal to that creature. He's fine. Number He's fine. Numbers. The question now is Megan and Goss. Are you gonna attempt or Somnus, are you gonna attempt to save Megan? Yes. I you know, sure, sure. I will attempt to save Megan. Is that what did you roll a D twenty, Megan? You're not rolling your third yet. Uh Gaw uh Somnus. Fuck, I don't, it's weird that I'm mixing up the Warforged, right? Like, I have, like, a That's racial... It, it is! It's a weird thing to be racist about. I'm just saying, I'm mixing up the Warforged. It's a weird thing. It's really weird. I'm sorry. Please continue. Somnus, what... You need to make a medicine check to stabilize Megan. Uh, where, where, what's my medicine? Oh, it's plus zero. Oh, God. It's just a, it's just a straight d20. Roll a straight d20. Okay. You've stabilized Megan. She now has one hit point. Both of them are awake. You guys are up. I'm up with eight HP. Yep. And Autothera has one. <laughs> yeah. you, have, you have, is it eight? I thought it was eight plus one plus your remaining uh, maximum number of hit dice, I think, for my feet. <sighs> Whatever. Oh, yeah. Nice. I'm, it's been a really rough day, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's I a have, statement. I was like, all I have is two first-level spell slots left. Yeah, that was the boss fight. You guys are good. How about that? <laughs> is there that. anything left to examine? There's plenty left. These doors. There's plenty left to examine, actually. Uh, we, we have these like little stable so things. Whatnot. As you guys like approach rooms. the body, so I just want to make this clear. There's two curtains here here and there's two large double doors right here uh so uh do you guys proceed into any of the curtains of the double doors or do you just want to go examine the bodies i'll check the curtain closest to me all right the curtain closest to you you see oh. Oh, whatever i don't i don't think we ever settled on it 
It's fine. <laughs> I I do agree as well that he is like he is his ass is charging for it, but it's 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 that's definitely that's Ed. So we can't stop. We can't stop Ed at this point. Come on. Uh, Q eight. I, I have been rebooted, so now I am scavenging for any possible. The room looks empty. Anything. Uh, yeah, the room looks empty. It's just a kind of like looks like a kind of like a holding cell. There's nothing there. You can make a reception check if you want. Twelve. With a twelve, the... you see that the check reveals a rough-hewn tunnel hidden beneath a loose flagstone. Well, perception. Is, my perception is plus six, so would that put it eighteen? Yeah, but with the perception, you see that you, with twelve, you see that there's a loose flagstone that leads to that. There's a tunnel out of here and room there. And what do I see with an 18? Anything extra? No. All right, I tell everyone about the tunnel. Okay. <laughs> and then I go check the other curtain. Okay, god oh, damn no. it. Okay. Is it Q? Are you checking Q? So this is Q10, I guess? No, hold on. Yeah, Q10. Uh, yeah, it's a straw pallets on the floor with rusty manacles are bolted to the walls. Perception check? Roll it. Eight plus six, so that's 14. Yeah, it looks like a fucking holding cell. <laughs> you got one more if you want to check it. What, the room or in general? No, the other... There's two curtains, and you checked Q... So the room that you guys were hiding in had the escape route. So you see this S right here? Actually, you guys don't see that S. That's my bad. Uh, yeah, there's an escape route right here. Versus, like, the these two cells are just empty and have floor straw mat in so I'm just going to speed this along. All right. Cool. Okay. Bleh. Okay. So we so we do have this door that, that we that we could go through. Do you want to, like, well, how, how, many, how many potions do we have, like, total between all of us? I don't have any potions. That's a great question. Okay, I, I you guys just it, you guys discovered like one potion the other day. Can I examine the bodies now? Yes. Okay. Oh yeah, go for it. What what are the remains? There are No, there's plenty of stuff actually. Uh so you guys find on the remains, uh you find the drow had a strange six barrel rifle with a scope that appears to be a magical and a pistol and shot and powder. Uh, the powder has been exploded, unfortunately, because of the well. explosion, uh, and as well as a small bag of green shot balls, uh, six in total. Uh, a vial of black poison that you can see in the bottom corner. Uh, let me just pull up this vial of black poison that you guys can see it. Uh, it has a vial of black poison. The vial literally has a giant skull as a stopper on top of it. Uh, How charming. Yeah, and he also has a sword. Uh, that uh, a rapier gleaming with ice crystals is cold to the touch. The hilt is a carved wolf's head. Uh, and he has a spell scroll of disguised self and a brochure for Zardos, Zardoz, Zardos, sorry, partners, Zardos, Zords, Sea Maiden's Fair, and a ticket stub. Zardos, what now? Hmm. Zardos, Zords, Sea Maiden's Fair. And he has a ticket stub for the C same for the same event. 
Sea Maiden's Fair. And he oh. has a rapier, uh, a, a rapier that seems to be based on cold magic. You can identify it later if you like. And a uh, a vial of uh, black liquid that has a skull for a stopper. I would really like to take the Blasty Tube Rifle. Yeah. Because I am a shooter in that. Sounds like my gig. Uh, I pocket the black vial with the skull stopper for further analysis. Yes. Yeah. Want the rapier? I can take the rapier if no one is opposed to this. All right. I'm just going to start here too, uh, Peter. This is a frost brand rapier. I'm going to add it to your uh, inventory. Uh, oh, thank you. Essentially, this rapier, whenever you use it, adds a d6 of frost damage to all your damage. Cool. It is. Actually, pretty fantastic. One regular sword, and then out of nowhere, just like, "Hey, you want some cold with that? Thank you." Yeah, you. I think you have to tune to it if I'm not mistaken, though. But it's pretty cool. Mm. You guys can see the picture of it in the le in the top left corner, I guess. Uh, yeah, that's what you find off the drow. That'll be a good time to uh, sit in a circle and kind of recuperate. Autothera, because you are a gnome, I'm going to say that you have firearms proficiency if you want to use these weapons. For firearms? For the rifle? Yeah. It is a six-barrel rifle. So essentially what happens is it's a D10 rifle, uh, unlike your bow, and you can fire it six times before you need to use an action to reload it. It also has, because of the scope, has a much longer range than your longbow. I think it has equal to your longbow, if I'm not mistaken. I can't imagine needing more than, like, 600 range. You say that. <laughs> Anyways, it is important. We'll, we'll, we'll finishalize the sketch of that later. I'll, I'll, I'll put the item in your inventory. Uh, next up, uh, what else are you guys looking for? Are you looking at the Mind Flare? I'm noticing a, a brain-looking ring and a heart trinket. Yeah, oh, you yeah. find those both on the Mind Flare. You find a ring with a brain on it and a heart trinket necklace. May I perform a... May, may I scrutinize them? Slash roll me Arcana check. check. Yeah, roll yeah, me Arcana. It's probably Arcana. Nope, not great. What was it? Eight total. Uh, even with that, you can tell that the necklace is a... Uh, let me just read this for you here. It's a pre-opt of health. Pre-opt? Sorry. You are immune to contracting any disease while you're wearing this pendant. If you are already infected with a disease, the effect of the disease are suppressed while you wear the pendant. Well, I will just slip that around my neck. Uh, <laughs> you really like your jewelry, man. With the, I mean, with, jewelry's with the, great. With the eight, you have no idea what the ring is. Yeah. Anybody else want to take a look at this ring? I, I have I, a minus I, one to Arcana. I have plus zero, but, but, I, but I'll still take a stab at it and see what I can glean. You guys can do that. Go ahead and roll me those. Nope, Peter, I clean nothing. Peter knows no shit now about this. Uh, Ed? Uh, no shit. No, no one knows what this ring is about. 
I've just been like fried and like brought back a little bit. I'm still rebooting up a little bit. If I if I would, I'm not gonna touch it. I have a thing about brains now. That's true. If I were to take a guess, I would. If I were to take a guess, though, I would. I would. I would think it might have something to do with the with its little. Um... Did Megan just roll an eighteen in Arcana? This is why I shouldn't do it. Uh, Megan, yeah. I'm just gonna say this. You think it would be an extremely bad idea to put that ring on your finger? I already think it was a bad idea to put it on your finger, which is why I do not want to touch it. Common sense. I'm very tempted to put it in my pocket, though. Do you think that's a bad idea? I would wrap it in like a cloth. Like a cloth. I mean, I don't have any special magic blocking cloths, so I feel like. Bitch, this is the this is like the 1500s. You're gonna rip a part of your shirt and bandage that shit. Come on. Yeah, I, I, I have. I'll, I'm just saying, is that gonna do I'll, I'll anything? Rip, if it has I'll, 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 I'll rip off. I'll rip off a piece. Of, I'll rip off a piece, a piece of the banner Look, that I have just like I, around my waist and give it to you. I will give you a tip here. Uh, attunement requires skin to skin contact, and you suggest that if it's a magic item, it does require attunement. Makes sense. Okay. I, 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 uh, does that work if you don't have skin? So effectively, I want to maintain this for the again. Warforged are still characters, and they're still affected by stuff unless otherwise specified. You guys are still technically damaged by yeah. poison damage. It's just re- you I have resistance. resistance. That doesn't mean you don't take yeah. damage. But still, if I put poison on you, it will still damage you. Mind flayers still affect you. It's one of those things where it's like, effectively, they can't make you game breaking, which is what would happen if why why there was like there was a lot of pre build Warforged to the official D and D release of what Warforged are, and a lot of those pre build stuff like made you constructs which in constructs and D terms have like a shitload of resistances which is game breaking unfortunately so okay. I, I toss the brain ring into my say tinderbox so that i make sure it doesn't okay. come into contact okay and you guys pocket that and uh yeah and i'm just gonna say this you also find in the curtain or gauze does uh he finds He finds a uh, a spell book, which contains oh. the following spells: Burning Hands, Disguised Self, False Life, Unseen Servant, and Witch Bolt. Uh, and tucked behind the stone chair is a small, unlocked wooden chest containing two health potions, sixteen gold, eighty-two silver, and two hundred and fifty copper. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll put that in chat. I'll pocket that now because I, I would drink the the potion, but I'm hoping since we know where the little escape hatches, we're out of here and we can take a long rest. We'll still we'll still have to deal with the guards though. Yeah, well, there's also this two double doors over here too, and but we're gonna figure that out after we take a quick break here. So uh, thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. We're gonna go ahead and take a break, and uh, yeah, stay tuned for more D and D goodness. Hello and welcome to the Pen and Paper Pod. We're back. Sorry it took a minute for us to come back. We had to do some stuff. What are you guys up to? How are you guys doing? Uh, yeah. <laughs> over here. I'm like dying. Well, yeah, there's that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, like, I'm like, there is like, Shall we uh, rest and recuperate in, in, in midst of this uh, in, uh, 
burning flesh of our enemies. Now, uh, do I have one roll left since I used, I think, four out of the five last time? You guys can totally use your things to just go ahead and double check the... Uh, you can use more... If you want to do a short rest here, you can do it to just check and add more hit dice to the thing. So if you want to go ahead and do it, go ahead and do it. So it was 5d8? Uh, for you, yes. How many How many d8 have you used? I used four. So you got, only have one left. You only got one left, unfortunately. That's what I was asking. Yeah. All right. Okay. Six. No, that was a plus whatever, right? Yeah, if I... Uh, uh, plus the modifier. I think so, yeah. All right, so six plus three is nine. All right. Those hit die slots are only what we have per game right no for sh long rest when you take a long rest you long regain rest. everything right yeah we haven't long rested in a while though so i still have one used up i think it keeps resetting yeah i'm not, I'm not in a minute yeah exactly so like like i said it's just like a long rest is very important versus very different from a short rest uh okay so you guys have found all these items because i'm okay that's the rest of my super, or my dice for the short rest. Right. Okay. What you guys are in this long room. You've explored these kind of these curtained areas. You killed Nihalor the Mind Slayer, uh, and now uh, you have these double doors over here which you haven't explored. What do you guys want to do? Do you want to take the passage and leave this area, or do you want to attempt and Trevor get your face back into stream? There we go. And uh, and <laughs> there's this cute face. Uh, now, uh, what do you want to do? Do you want to try to explore the next room? Yeah, sure. Why not? It's there. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, I'm not going first, though. What's <laughs> I'm not going first. I'm a glass can. I will go first since yeah. I'm since 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 I managed since, since I managed to like not take any damage from that last fight. I'm gonna heal up. Yeah, pretty decently. A little bit decently. What? What the hell? I see a magic circle. Should I be seeing a magic circle? Yes, you should. That is correct. Uh, okay. okay, so let's go ahead and go over what you see here. Uh, yeah, uh, as uh, the, the the room is dark except for a weird green and red glow. It reminds you vaguely and creepily of Yuletide. A large green tube sits in the middle of the room in the center, uh, and a clockwork parks run crisscrossing the floor from the ground. Green liquid is in this, and uh, so let me just pull this up. Actually, let's go ahead and uh, screen share. Hold on. There you go. There you go. So you guys can oh. see uh, what the next thing is, looks like. Uh, Crisscrossing the floors, glowing green liquid. In the center floats an emaciated dire rat whose skin is peeled back from its face in a horrifying rictus grin. Uh, you see the tube running into a ceiling underneath some waterway or sewer. As you can see, the stones of the ceiling are damp and a small trickle of water flowing in places. The floor of the ceiling has uh, constricting... The floor of the chamber has, has uh, a red glow uh, to it as red runes have been played out on its pattern. Uh, they look like three triangles without any sense of symmetry uh, across the room. You see that red triangle right there. That is the symbol of the seal that is on the floor. And you see that there's these kind of this green tank. Uh, yeah, I know the green art has a man in it, but it's actually a giant dire rat in there who is 
the rat is being forced by the laughing sickness to smile. Well, that's just creepy. Fun. And there's, uh, I will say, this is a level of technica at this point in D&D that you guys have not seen before. Level of what? A level of technology that you guys have not seen before. There's crisscrossing cables, uh, all sorts of clockwork. There seems to, it's almost like a like a windless clock. It's just like it's just clicking and it has a noise to it. And you see that there's like a tube. It's kind of like Luke Skywalker in the back tank at this point. Uh, it's he's just like he's the 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 rat's mouth has like a tube going down to it. So it's been it's had a uh, it's had an airway put in and it's it seems to be still alive to some extent though its mouth is in a rectus grin. All right, uh, I see like two doors and a staircase. Uh, yeah, you see those on the far side. Yes, I go check the the. Are you sure? Yeah, you got to cross the space, baby. You want to do it? I could cast detect magic if you guys think that might be helpful. What are your spell slots looking like, bud? You can re- he well, he can he can it. cast it as a uh, as a ritual, so he doesn't have to use a spell slot. Just means I need to concentrate for ten minutes. Everybody's cool with that. Can I go check the the doors on the side without entering this circle? Uh, yeah, if you make a dexterity saving throw. Alright, so the nimble rat is not cool with that. You gonna make it, uh, Ed? No, I was just asking. Okay, yeah, you, you, you'll you have to, like, stick to the wall and make a dex saving throw if you... Or, how about this? You'll make a dexterity... Uh, no, let's say, make an athletics dexterity ability check. Or acrobatics, actually. Acrobatics probably better. Ooh. Uh, I had a plus zero, so it's fine. I can wait till he's done detecting magic. I am casting that now. Fuck. Just directly 30 feet in front of me. I'm composing the ritual detect magic. Which will at least let me see what kind of magic it is. Right, right. Sorry, I messed up everything on the stream by rescanning, so I messed up stuff, so I gotta fix it real fast, guys. Sorry. Uh, Yeah, so when you detect magic, let me just double check... Uh, if I'm correct in this, uh, <laughs> everybody on the stream saw that I was checking alcoholic laws for delivery in Texas on the stream. Oh. My bad. <laughs> the answer is no. We have a drive-thru distillery here. It's fine. Don't worry. Yeah, I, I guess, yeah, the guess the point is, uh, mm, shit. Let me just read. I mean, there's obviously magic. I just thought it might be helpful before us waltzing in there to know what kind, maybe. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. I'm not trying to count. I'm not trying to count out your definite play here. Uh, I think that it's a really good idea. Uh, what I'm trying to buy time for is so that I can adjust these boxes so everybody's box on the stream is equal, and no one is left out. Uh, but the point is, uh, the point is, is as you cast this spell. Uh, you immediately are taken aback because there is a large amount of light in the room from varying and competing spells. Uh, you're a little bit confused as you see it because you're like, what the fuck spell is? And I need you to make a Arcana check. Okay. 
13 total. Okay, with, with that's not that, that bad. So uh, let me just pull up something real fast. So I guess I'm able to kind of like squint my way through a little bit, but still kind of overwhelmed. Katie is texting me to tell me that I have a too loud a keyboard. Shocker. That's true of all our podcasts. <laughs> Very true. Thanks, Ed. I'm really glad you'll have be ready for Animania tomorrow night. <laughs> oh, we're, are, are we doing that? I don't know if we are or not. <laughs> there is a strong sense of necromancy magic in the room. That is the primary spell at play. There's also sensations of conjuration magic and enchantment magic, as well as uh, it appears transmutation magic and, and abjuration magic. Well, those could all be very bad. So I'm not sure. It, the whole device is definitely controlled by a conjurist. And I will say this. You have an overwhelming sense of devil magic. What magic? Devil. <laughs> is that devil? different than devil? The devil. It's the same thing. This is Faerun, so it's devil. The devil. Devils. The devil man. Well, gang, what do we want to do? Yeah, that's exactly what. I mean, Onathera has good dexterity. She could go investigate the other rooms probably with more ease than the rest of us. Sacrifice uh, a character, I agree. <laughs> If if it, if if it's gonna be an acrobatics check, then I have plus five. That was if you skirt around the edge. Of the I room. just want to maintain. Somnus oh, yeah. has a has. Oh, acrobatics is a plus five because you are proficient in that. Well done, Somnus. I will make it an acrobatics. Use my words against me, precious. I love it. You want to do it? Uh, sure. Where, where am I going? Where am I going to go check one of the doors or what? You got here. You got the far right corner, the middle corner, or the far left corner. Where do you want to go? Um. Somnus. This will right. be to your advantage. I'm going to cast protection from evil and good on you. Okay. I'm down with that. Okay. Um, until the spell ends, one willing creature you touch is protected, protected against aberrations, celestials, elementals, fey, fiends, and undead. Alright. I guess I will also use guidance on him to uh, sure. give him a d4 to his uh, ability check, which is guidance, right now. Guidance is way better. All right, go ahead and roll me uh, to move. Which door are you going to move? You're going to move here. Are you going to move the far left or the far right first? I'm going to try here. All right. Since 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 that is closest. Going to, to the far right. Go ahead and roll me an ability check. And remember, you got that D4 from uh, which Goss. Uh, it's for your next ability check, and you can decide to use it either before or after your roll. That is that is correct. After. Okay. Oh yeah, that's why I, I love it when my players are are remembering to read the spells because I might forget. I appreciate that. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna want that plus four. Yeah, roll me that plus four. Or yeah, D four rather. Yep. Yeah, so, so your total seven. is seven, and nothing happens. Yeah. As Wait, you... hold on. Why? Wouldn't it be the 
the d20 he rolled? It was. He rolled a two. Oh, no. Oh, 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 wait, oh, wait, oh, wait, hold on. I, I, I pressed the wrong button. He rolled a 21. No, he didn't. For a d20 plus five. That's, pl- that's previous. He used the macro. No, like, I, I, oh, no, I, no, you used no, the macro. No, no, sorry. No, no, so, no, so, yeah, no, yeah, sorry. I, 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 I was looking at the wrong one. I, I, I used, All right. the, I, I used me, the macro. Roll me a there. switch, a straight d20 now. So that's what I want you to do. Okay. So yeah, oh, yeah, you make it to this uh, far right room, and I'll reveal it now. Uh, it appeals to be another holding cell with a grass, like kind of a grass uh, bedding. It's like a shitty bedding. It seems to the the sheets have been shit upon, and that it, this is purely it's clearly is a room that King Ku have been living in. Lovely. All right. If there's nothing good in there, go to the next one. Can I go over here. Uh, if you want to go over here, it'll be a road. If you want to go here, hold on. Let me get my right clicker. If you want to go here, it's free. If you want to go here, you're going to need to make another acrobatics check. Do the free one for now. Yeah, I'll do, I'll do the free one for now since it's right there. Okay. As you move into this area, you are revealed. Get ready for death. You reveal that there is another room in here and there is another kinku. So I'm just going to move your character around. So say Peter's in the stairwell. You move up here. You see that there is a kinku. As you can see, there's a path. There's a secret tunnel that leads out into the sewers right here. Uh, but there's a kinku in this room, and he's quivering in the corner. Um, shit. Any suggestion, guys? You want to yell anything to me? Uh, you'd have to yell back to them, which would be six seconds. I just want to give you that time. There would be time for the kinku to do something. Oh, but true. it's shivering. So it's, it's, it's your own gut. Listen to your gut. Where's Trevor gone? I miss his cute face. I wish I wish it was a bit of an image per se. Uh, is it, I'm, I'm guessing there's nothing in this small room right here at all. I guess I guess just a room. Uh, it, which one right there? One more time. Uh, that's right that is a secret passage. That is. Oh, a, that's the secret passage. That's a secret passage out into the sewer. You you oh, assume okay. based upon seeing that that the uh, the mind flayers forces had attacked from two different angles using the secret passage and the original passage, mm. and had somehow okay. sandwiched the drow's forces in the middle of it. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. I'm pro- I'm I'm just gonna make the assumption that that over here is like just is like just another holding cell. I'm making the assumption. Um, can I cautiously approach the kinku? All right, go ahead. All right, and you see the kinku takes out of its pouch a vial and drinks it. Oh, great. You can make a dexterity saving through to stop it. Uh, you know what? I'm glad, I'm glad I... Do you want to, I... do you want to make a dex saving through to stop it from drinking the pouch? Yes. Go ahead. I made a macro just for this. All right, you're able to snack, smack the kinku and it knocks it out of his hand and the bile spins off into the ground and where the liquid hits, it hisses as it hits the ground. Clearly, the vial's contents was acid. Oh, it was trying to... Kill itself. Cyanide pill. Basically. Interrogate that fucker. I don't think I speak bird. I please let me go. Please let me go. Please. 
please! Let me go! Let me go! Let me go! You have attunement with foul creatures. Again, this, and that's foul as in avian. This is king. You can do this. This is, that's about- this is a kinku, so again, it is... Uh, it cannot speak words. It can just repeat words that it is heard. Won't hurt you. I, I, I just say like won't hurt you. Where's my audio coming from now? Yeah, I'm very questioning about that. That might be Ed or Trevor and Megan. What? What's happening? I was hearing my voice back to Yeah, I, I don't hear it anymore. So continue. Yeah, I uh, try to try to tell the kinku won't I won't hurt you. I don't do good in dialogue. Um, <laughs> Same. Seth, the most talkative person. Um, shit, what would I say? Uh, Trying to help you. Doubtful. Okay, actually, roll before I say this, roll a persuasion check. Mm-hmm. And I just want to check Somnus's or persuasion, persuasion is a plus, plus three. three. <sighs> oh, 17. very effective. Let leave. Sure, if you have any idea what's going on here. Ew. Why are you here? Was made by Nilor. Okay. I guess that makes sense. That, that's consider. That's how remember, the kinku is a parrot, so it's just parroting. No, yeah, yeah, I was like, that's how it heard its voice. So of course, it's gonna like that. Uh, wait, it, it said it was what by the by. I by am innocent. No, I. <laughs> I was trying to get it clear. I didn't hear, he's like, like, he ate bait or something by whatever. I didn't catch the first word he said. Was made to come here, boy, the Lord. Yeah, it was made to by whoever that is. Please let live. <laughs> um, sure, and yeah, we'll let him leave. And can, and can I, like, yell back at everyone to, like, not hurt him murder him okay no my god we'll take secret passage where does secret passage leave or lead let's hear what he says to the source where will you go from here back to hideout where's the hideout middle wait 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 wait, wait. who's hideout Zenithal. What will you do with this hideout? I don't know. <laughs> he's heard Stumped he's him. heard multiple voices. It's a parrot. He's parroting voices for that's how yeah. that's how Kinku talk. <laughs> this is so complicated. So but he could always give info. Yeah. I almost was a Kinku, just imagine that. I didn't make mm. I didn't make Megan do this on the previous campaign. So sorry. If you really want to commit to this, it's fun, but it's at some point it's super annoying. It's yeah. it's it's really fun for an NPC. That's what it is fun for. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. Sure. I will. I will let. Him, I will let him go. 
and since he's leaving through the secret passage, and now I know where it leads. Thank you. I have an idea. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, Neil Lore said thank you in a presence. That's the whole point, and it's gonna lead through the secret passage unless anyone else wants to stop it. Okay. Peter, you're now in the middle passage. What do you want to do? Um, I, I guess I guess we can check out this like, like this cell now and see if there's anything at all in there. Doubtful, but still, why not? Uh, you're gonna check that out. You're gonna find that it is again a uh, another secret passage. It's just a no, not a secret passage, but it's just another a, like cell. Yeah, it's another cell. Okay. Okay. Clearly, this area has been used to uh, do other things. Hmm. Okay. Can I? Can I? I can I? I'll, I'll. I'll. I'll come back out to the rest of the crew and tell and tell them what tell them what I found. Tell them what I absolutely learned. So we can move you back over here, and you're back to that. Uh, make me a dexterity saving throw. You said you said dexterity. Yep. Okay. Yeah. It's in the okay. Room. You fall into the middle of the circle. Of course I do. Oof. Uh, nothing happens. Oh. Um, for now. That you know of. Right. Okay. Well, everyone heard, so you so, so you know what happened. Blah blah blah. Bird held captive here. Went to Xanathar. You say from the next table in the middle of an evil circle. And I just want to reiterate, it is these three non-symmetrical triangles. Yeah, I'm so curious about that. Did, you say what from there? I basically fell I basically fell over like like in, in, into the middle of the circle. Yeah, he failed. Can we drag him back here? No, he's up and fine. He can move where no, he yeah. wants. I, I, I just fell over. It seems like the circle did nothing. Yeah, that is yeah, correct. Is there any, like, even, like, so even though we don't know, like, what all is, like, this kind of tech stuff, like, we're just, like, like to be honest, can, can we at least do an arcana check on what this symbol is? Of course, you can do whatever checks. Uh, how about this, guys? I'm going to say this. There doesn't seem to be any more enemies and apparent to this space. So you guys can do whatever check you want to do at this point. So if you guys want to investigate the circle, you can walk into it, investigate the runes, investigate the tech, investigate whatever you want to do. Does it still matter whose turn it is? No, nah, because we're not fighting anymore. Okay. Well, then my Furbolg self uh, uh, walks forward to the tank puts a hand on it and tries to sense uh, what's going on just on, on the opposite side of a, a few inches of glass or however big the tank is. All right, so I think the check I am going to make you make for this is, uh, are you investigating the circle or the tank? Uh, the tank first. Okay, first. so... Are you investigating the mechanics of the tank or what you think the magical properties are? The, the magical properties of the 
fluid that the creature is submerged. You can't touch the fluid, but you can investigate. You can roll me an Arcana check. I just rolled a 10 on Arcana. Okay, so, uh, yeah, it's fluid inside a tank. You, yeah. Yeah. Can I investigate the circle now you can, with my history of magical knowledge? I would uh, suggest that you roll a religion check. Religion check? Uh. Does anyone else want to start investigating around the room? while Trevor does that. I kind of want to investigate the rat that's within the tank. Perfect. Also, I'm going to say you have specific rat knowledge. Uh, Trevor, with a 10, you know that this symbol is uh, a devil symbol. Uh, hold on. Here, I got this information for you. Uh... It is a symbol of Ad Asmodeus, Lord of the Nine Hells. Uh, for the, your information, think Paradise Lost Satan as opposed to like regular Satan. Asmodeus is like devils and demons are different things in the Faerun universe. Demons are ages of chaos. Devils are very lawful. Devils specifically are very lawful creatures. Uh, that in this context, they're devils that are like, they obey laws and they, they, they're like the ones that can't speak untruths in this context. So Asmodeus is think Southern gentleman, Satan, who talks in and who talks in an accent like this. And he's a demon, That's but fair. I am a pleasant demon to know on firsthand basis. I'll tell you, that's the day. That's the Asmodeus you're thinking of. Also, he's the lord of fucking nine hells, so he's probably fucking the person Virgil was talking to and Dante and all that shit. So there you go. <laughs> Contextually. This is his seal on the ground. The three irregular triangles. Yeah. The three triangles are, is a sign of Asmodeus. Find anything out from the rat person? I have to roll, the rat. roll it Should for roll, it. Roll what? For you, it's different because you have he Trevor used religion. You are gonna probably end up. Uh, I'm trying to think on a Thera is probably gonna roll because you're an expert in rats. I would say roll survival. Oh, it's pretty bad. But even still, you can tell this is a rat that has contracted the laughing, the laughing plague uh, and is being used by this technology as an infection source. We should blow it up. Um. Also, I will say, Onothera, with your survival role, you implicitly deny that there's technology here to preventing you from removing it. You can attempt to interact with it if you like. Preventing me from what? Uh, preventing you from interacting with the source. Oh. 
i.e. the technology would require a DC-15 thieves tools or tinkers tools check to remove the cylinder. I don't think we have a rogue in the party, so I doubt we have that ability. I think if we destroy the tank uh, and the, pardon the, me. the rat and maybe, like, you know, mess up this the circle, the the laughing sickness might be good. This looks like it's the tuning, like, the, the source of just having it spread probably by the rats, like every plague. But I will, but I will say, I don't think that like you, like you mentioned blowing it up and I don't think blowing it up so close to a sewer where the water can spread to like the rest of the city would be a good idea. Are there already tubes coming from this tank that are going into like the sewer? They're so going into the ceiling. You're not sure what is above you, but you can see the water leaking through the ceiling. So there's tubes running to the ceiling and there's water leaking from it. See, I think it's already affecting the water supply, which is why everybody's sick. So blowing it up wouldn't necessarily make it all that much. Text from my fiance. You can never side eye me for burping again. At least somebody's watching the stream. That's all I can say. <laughs> well, I mean, if we destroy it, it's already in the water, but no, it will stop going into the water supply. So eventually it'll flush out. What leads you to believe that, Ed? You need to make a roll to tell that. Um, just gut, gut feeling of everything okay. laid down before me. Sweet. That's your gut feeling. You made a three. What, what is that roll for? That's my gut feeling. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh my God. it is worth what it's worth. A three on a D20. <laughs> oh my God. I've, I've almost died. I want to blow this shit up and go take a nice long rest and, be fine. Back at the Troll Skull Alley. If it's still there. If it's still there. Yeah, that's my my thing. You guys can stop me, but like I'm I'm pro blowing this shit up. By blowing this shit up, I mean like throwing a couple attacks at it just to to muff it up. If I had like I want you I want everybody at this point to have a discussion about what you think has happened in this tomb for two seconds here, and I'm gonna step away. Okay. Well I mean Okay. Oh audio. Audio. How does that keep happening? Um we all said my stance. I feel like this is the source probably. It is a diseased rat that is seemingly either pumping into and taking out so it's it's spreading whatever dankness is in there there's this symbol on the ground it seems like a focal point of power it would probably be better to take this down than leave it standing maybe we could just disrupt the symbol and not blow up the rat but the rat like who gives a fuck about the rat like exactly if um like the rat water is going into the, the above ground water and yeah. people are drinking it and getting the disease from that. I feel like yeah. we should destroy both of these things. Did we manufacture a vaccine and we took like one sample from the rat though? It's a zoonotic virus or whatever. We're not forensics mad magicians or scientists. What is the rat blood going to do? I could potentially do that. 
What's in that alchemist kit, really? A couple of vials? I have flasks. Yeah. Flasks, oh. Awesome. So, I mean, I don't really care how we destroy it. If you want to try to just break the tank and have the rat kind of flow out of it. Um, it could potentially attack us, but it is just a rat. It seems pretty pretty not in fighting position. Its I face is, like, peeled off. You could take a rat, right? Even a plague rat, as long as it doesn't yeah. bite us. Right. So we destroy the symbol somehow. We destroy the tank somehow without destroying the rat so that you can fill your flasks. How about... I, I do. I do feel that the Xanathar thieves guild is involved in this somehow because because of the kinku. What is involved somehow? I, I do feel that the that the Xanathar thieves oh, guild yeah. is like directly involved in this. Unclear how Xanathar relates to Asmodeus, but uh, yeah. So I could use prestidigitation to like. He has a ten foot range. Maybe I could. Maybe mark that disrupts the symbol on the ground. That's only for an hour. We could just like sprinkle. I don't know. I could shoot the tank. Yeah. My rifle. We do have the rifle now. And it does have uh, six hundred feet, which even against the firewall, which which you do that from the tank would be thirty feet. So you could be thirty feet away and shoot it. I have a 60-foot range with my Toll the Dead cantrip. But the maximum range that she's physically to get away with it and still see the item is 30 feet. Yeah. You guys figure out how to destroy the symbol. I can shoot the tank and see what happens. I think I can use prestidigitation to at least disrupt the symbol for up to an hour. Unless there's a less obvious non-spell related solution where we just sprinkle dirt over it and it breaks the <laughs> If we like bust open the the container, the water might like wash away the thing. Like it could be as simple as just some elbow grease, you know, some some cleaning clean. Some scrubbing bubbles. But is the symbol like magically? I'm out of spell slots. Or is it like just ink, you know? Uh uh. Katie says I burp too much on stream. Yeah, that's a chronic problem. Stream. I don't know where you're seeing that. Do you want to determine if anything will be washed away May I perform a arcana question check to determine if the seal is inscribed in the floor by a magic or some more physical means? Do it. Roll it. Roll arcana. Okay. Infectiously, you see that it's not carved, but so much as painted. That's a 22. Yeah, so that you can tell that the seal is just painted onto the floor. It is just a... And I'll give you magically secondary advice to say that the seal is effectively just triggering whatever happens in the confines or whatever action happens in the confines to be a symbol of sacrifice for the Lord Asmodeus. So the fact that the source of the sickness originates here means everyone who dies from this source of sickness is acted upon as a sacrifice for the Lord Asmodeus. Okay. 
So it may not matter anyway. The devil of the nine hells. Let me go ahead and cast my precipitation cantrip over a range slash area of 10 feet to uh, color 10 feet of the floor where the symbol is currently painted pink. Just totally pink. And that'll so color over the symbol. I agree. Yeah, I get it. I color over the symbol. Yep. Yeah, so it disrupts the, the voodoo. And so, meanwhile, somebody, I think, we decide is going to break the tank open. Yeah, so get the fuck out of there. Uh, that was my thought too okay how do you want to organize yeah. for this event <laughs> uh, I will move away after doing that then. I'll just take you color of the symbol right. nothing happens uh, but everybody yeah. else you do understand that I'm going to shoot this thing right you just like stood in front of me you me? I am being smart for you. Which which way do you guys want to pursue yeah. away from? Do you want to use this secret passage over here? Or do you want to try to leave via the secret passage over here? Do you want to proceed back to the sewers? I want to leave. It's it's up to you. I mean, I would, I guess, think this one over here toward the sewers, even as much as I hate the sewers. Yeah. The secret... We'd have to go through, this one, Megan? We'd have to go through yeah, no, the other one. Because we'd have to go through the goo. But I guess Trevor wanted to examine the rat anyways, so he's going to get in the goo. The, the other one on the top right seems like it goes back the way we came. Uh, The one from where you entered, correct? Yes. I just want to say, you see that right there? Yeah. Yeah. That's the one in the, in the third chamber of the long hallway in which you fought the Mind Flayer, Nihalor. That one looks like it's closer to the way we came. Okay, so I'm going to have you go out through that particular exit. That's important. Okay. All right, you guys ready for this? Shoot it. Okay. Um, we didn't clarify. What is my hit modifier? It's, it's still it's your exact same as your longbow. It's not a plus weapon, but it still is the exact same. So roll your regular longbow attack. Uh, even with a plus five, you hit it. It doesn't have a DC. It's not armor classed. You're able to shoot the tank, and it cracks. Let's find what happens. Uh, all right. Everybody inside the far chamber needs to make a constitution saving throw. As the, mm -hmm. as the glass explodes, the green... Uh, liquid inside explodes outward and a gash erupts from the chamber in a direct line. Actually, I'm going to say Megan, who's just in the direct line of the chamber, needs to make a constitution saving throw. You pass. Oh well done. Holy crap. That's a nat 20 plus one. So you totally make that as a bunch of the green fog from the room erupts over you. You still you're, have an excellent immune system, well done, and you're able to you pass through. Uh, do you move out of that square? Oh yeah, I move out of that square. All right, you're able to, you see that the you see that the green fog is flooding into the room. Do you guys proceed into the fact that there's just a massive amount of green fog from the exploded tank that is proceeding to the next room? Uh, it seems pretty noxious. I'm I'm for let's skedaddle. I feel like getting away from the green fog. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You guys proceed on, and you uh, head into the tunnel 
and I'm just going to uh, alliterate what's specifically happening here. Uh, you guys head into the tunnel, and you see that uh, essentially uh, you head out, and there's a long, dark tunnel. And as you head to the end, you end up in the bottom end of a cellar. You see that you at the the base, there's like a uh, the end of the inside of a barrel that's been hollowed out, and there's no liquid in it. And you push it out of the way, and you're inside the cellar. What seems to be a very large tap room. Yeah, like a like a bar, we a bar tap the, room. There seems to be many barrels of liquor and beer and uh, other good stuff. I swear. If we Cheers! Are... I'm out of drinks. Yeah. Right. Can we put at least one of these like over the door that we just came out of? It's like a trap door or whatever, right? What do you mean? You totally can. But as you move around in the basement, a halfling comes down, and a halfling being a hobbit, non-canon, because we can't say hobbit, because copyright, uh, according to Katie, correct me if I'm wrong, Katie, that I can't say hobbit. A halfling comes out of the walkway, and he says, What the hell are you doing in my stop room? You're not that fucking lost. It connects to us. It's not sore in my tap room. What the fuck? You're trying to steal beer, you little bitch. You mechanical little bitch. It's not no sore in my tap room, you motherfucker. If you go down that hallway, you'll end up right at the sewer. I don't believe you for a second, you bitch. Go Fucking down there yourself, Get, you bitch. Why are you speaking of my accent, you bitch? You're not even speaking in that initially. Now get the fuck out of my room and get the fuck out of my tavern. Fine, I'll tell everyone you surf sewer beer. I punch you in your face and I kill ya. And then you have a murder on your hands. He draws a fucking knife. <laughs> He's ready to kill you. <laughs> Even though I'm pointing my rifle at him, he's like, I'm going to get you with this knife. Even are you pointing a rifle at him? You didn't specify that. Oh, I said that probably while you were talking. I'm so sorry. Oh, 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 no trouble here. Get the fuck out of my establishment. We're all good. And he backs down. He flips the knife into an underhand grip, and he backs away from the exit, leaving the exit open for you guys to exit from. Get out. Do you all proceed? Does anyone want to fuck with him? I want to fuck with him. Yeah, that's what Sorry. Is it short people that you're just fucking It is essentially a hobbit. He has hairy feet. It's Faerunian hobbits. Same thing. Halflings. Hobbits. Is the, do we see a need to really fuck with him? Or just like, like, let's just go. We can just go. We don't have to fight him. I could cast has... like tap him on the back. Like on the opposite shoulder to make him think there's somebody behind him as we move past him. Just to is distract it, him a little bit. Is um, anyone able to do that? Whatever you want to do, man. It's a cantrip, so yeah. I'm going to do that. <laughs> do that. Or like go like flick him in his forehead, maybe. I guess I don't need a cantrip for that. I could just do it with my fingers. But 
I feel like it would distract him more if I did it with magic. Yeah, go for it. Sorry, I'm trying to make my camera yeah, focus. An attack. So I don't know if that counts as an attack or not. I apologize that my camera won't focus. Anyways, uh, yeah, just flick is... Yeah, you're fine. You're flicking with Mage Hand and you guys exit the cellar into the streets. You exit through a, bu a busy halfling cellar's dwarves uh, halflings, everyone. This seems to be a particular bar that caters to people who are specifically short. That seems to be the core element of the guiding element of the patrons. I mean, I wish I could stay, but I'm covered in shit and I feel like shit. We are still covered in shit, aren't we? That's true. We must reek. That is true. You smell like shit. Remember this establishment for later, though. Can we examine the, at this point, now that we're out of danger, examine the Zardoz, Zorz's Sea Maid, and Spare Flyer that we picked up earlier? Where are we in town in regard, in like relation to where we entered? Uh, you don't know. You can do a survival check to figure that out. You can definitely check out the Zarda Zord information flyer. You see, uh, what you guys see on the thing here is you see the griffins flying above you, heading off towards some location. There's definitely seems the griffins are flying fast towards a particular location. Just showing the, uh... Uh, 20, who is that, who rolled that 21? Uh, I do 1d20 plus 6 for survival, and that puts me at 14. Uh, who rolled, the, I assume that's Trevor that rolled a 21, right? That was Megan's uh, no. last roll. <laughs> yeah, that was my that was last my, roll. Yeah, that was her constitution roll. Oh, so that was her constitution roll. Okay, sorry, probably me. So you rolled, uh, what was it, Ed, for survival? Uh, 8 plus 6, so that's 14. Okay, you roll a 14. Okay, with survival, you know that you are distantly in the dock ward. And I'm just going to move you guys back to this map. Distantly to the dock ward. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so you see that you're in the city. You're in the dock ward. Not You're probably not too far from the trade wards. And you need to make like a 20 minute uh, hike to head back up to the uh, to the uh, Troll Skull Alley where you guys have been located previously. We still don't know much, gang. Well, want to look at this flyer that we picked up? Uh, with the flyer, you see it is a, a advertisement for Zarda Zords uh, May, uh, May uh, Feather Fair. Mayflower Fair. So what it is, there's three ships that go up and down the Sword Coast from Neverwinter to Waterdeep to uh, Baldur's Gate all the important cities along the coast in Aleskan, 
and they pull up and they essentially let off a fair, which has like lots of endangered animals like tigers and polar bears and all sorts of things. And it's like you can go and you can see a parade where they show off all the animals and interesting things like nimble rights and stuff like that, where they uh, have like cool mechanical beings showing off tigers and cool shit like that. And it's like a, it's, it's essentially like a traveling zoo on three boats. And it advertises that the three boats are the eye catcher. Oh, let me pull this up real fast. Uh, the eye catcher. Hold on. I'm so sorry. I have the information right here. Uh, it's the eye catcher, the heartbreaker and the hellraiser are the three boats that come along and they release all their animals out of the dock and you can go down there and for like a uh, six copper you can see uh, a tiger a polar bear uh, a giant spider or a giant drider uh, depending on your choice of the matter you can see sexy mermaids all sorts of shit that the uh, the thing is providing to everyone to be involved Well, we had to get out of the sewer so fast after we blew up the tank, we didn't really get a chance to examine the rat. But uh, were we assuming that maybe the uh, since everyone who died of the virus being pumped into the water supply from the rat was an offering to Osmodius that, that the virus or whatever it is is somehow zoonotic? So do we need to? To carry just through rats, do we need to explore other animal routes, or is this a red herring? We... And the escape well, route went to a tavern. Do what? Uh, the escape route we, we left out of where was to a, a tavern in the docks. Right, and we see the griffins are like heading, speeding towards something. Should we just follow the griffins? Can we at least tell what like what direction they're going towards? It's heading toward it's heading north from your position. In the direction of Troll Skull Alley. Hmm. Which is where our employer is. Should we go back to the tavern and see what's up if anything has changed? Sure. Yeah, let's make our way there. Let's go towards St. Drew. Let's do it. So we walk for miles and miles towards back to Troll Skull Alley yet again with a uh, little more to report, except for uh, some misadventures and a lot of dead people. All right. In your opinion, well, well, actually, let's take you to the Troll Skull Alley. Uh, as you go, let's go to the Troll Skull Alley. Uh, you see more and more griffins proceeding along your path. It seems to be weird. It's like helicopters in like the modern world. You see like these guys going, whoa, 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 and you feel like you're heading towards the interruption of something. Uh, as you approach the Troll Skull Alley. 
which this is the Troskull Alley that you can see on the uh, share right now. Uh, you can say, uh, oh, I love Katie. She's offering me a coffee right now. I really need another coffee. Anyways, uh, the point is, uh, you can see the Troskull Alley right now. And as you proceed there, you can see that there are outside... Barnabas Blaswind and Seed Cromley are outside the alley, accompanied by maybe a half dozen Griffin Rider guards, and they are escorting uh, Volo out into the street and are arresting him. Huzzah, I was knew it. You see, also among the crowd of guards, Doctor Nilo pointing at Volo. Nice. I go up to the doctor friend and go, friend, how's it going? What, what this, what news? What news? Oh, you're going up to them, right? Are you literally? I'm not. Are you going, are Ed, are you going up to them? I'm going up to, uh, the doctor who's pointing and having him arrested or whatever. And, and uh, Dr. Nyland turns and says, That's the nimble right that captured me. Take him! And the guards will flee around you. Do you want to fight Gauss? Um, no, I know resisting is bad. So I kind of just go, I rescued you. You poisoned me. Pretty sure I brought you back to, like, health after you were assassinated. Pretty sure I revivified you when you died in the middle of the, middle of the night, much to your, your anger. I doubt it. And they began arresting you. Do you resist? I guess not. Everybody else, do you stop him for being uh, uh, grabbed onto? I I assume everyone else did not proceed with Gauze. Because Gauze is like a a go-get-em guy. I didn't walk up because... I didn't walk up because because they because they they know they know my they know my my nimble right face and they and they think I should be like reporting to the court. If you want to disguise yourself or something, but literally all I can do is be like, guys, please. Well, I'm not going to pull my rich prick act again. That was uh, that, that was, was two two crits worth of luck right there. That was a lot of crits, if I recall. <laughs> I mean, we know that the city guard has been useless in fighting this pandemic. So if we attack them, are we in the wrong? If we're the only ones that are doing anything about it, I, I don't know. If he gets captured, we're going to be down one party member. We're going to have to do a save. Uh, Clearly, there's there's stuff going on. Some some more betrayal and intrigue. The gods, do you try to escape? Um, 
I'm severely outnumbered right now. If I resist and try and escape, I would have to run. I don't have a lot of HP. I don't have any, like, I have two first level spell slots left. I'm really, really fucked. I feel like you could at least try. They're going to arrest you either way. I don't think they'll But, like, I wouldn't know where to run. I wouldn't know, like, what is my resist? Like, what am I doing? I go to person I thought, like, could, I could... I'm going to simplify this for you. You need to make a dexterity saving throw to attempt to dodge the manacles and run into an alley. And then you need to make a survival check to escape them. If you want to do all, all right. that, you can. Yes, you can, and that will give him advantage to his escape and uh, survival check. Oh my god, look at this, look at this, look at this. This is my fish bringing me uh, tea and coffee. She's the best. You are the best girl on earth. I love you so much. Yes, I know it. I love you, you know you know shit. She should know if I knows it. Yeah, she does. I want to take my coffee mug. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yes. And maybe this empty wine glass. Yeah. And this empty Manhattan glass. And there's another Manhattan glass over there. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank God I didn't bring you the Manhattan you asked for. <laughs> I know, right? I'm pretty drunk. It was going to ruin this stream <laughs> if you did. You're the best. You. Okay. We're done. All right. Continue, Pete. Uh, it's, uh, Ed. That's the person who I'm looking for. All right. Well, if she does that minor illusion, I guess I rolled the d20 for acrobatics. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. You're going to roll a d20 for deception. Uh, no, you're going to roll a d20 for stealth. That's what you're going to roll. d20 for stealth. Okay. I got a 10. Then, what's your other advantage roll? What do you mean other advantage roll? So, did you roll an 8 and a 10? Is that what you rolled? No, the eight was um, previously. So uh, if you have advantage, which I told you, you rolled two d20s. Okay. Crit. Crit. You escape very sneakily from the people as the dragon appears, uh, and you head into the alley. Uh, now roll me a survival roll with advantage. All right, survival with advantage. 16 plus 6 would put me at 24. Um, Roll your advantage. Okay, not as good. 16 plus. So you rank at 24. You managed to escape back to your comrades. You guys are in alley, three alleys over. Uh, do you want to go and turn yourself into the authorities? Hell no. Okay, so I just want to make this very clear. You guys are now... Uh, this is what I want to go over with you guys as you guys are talking about this. So, uh, Volo has imprisoned. There's a couple of leads you have, and I just want to go over the cast of characters that you have assembled at this point and also talk about who you've talked about. Uh, the cast, uh, so the leads you have, Volo has been imprisoned 
find out why the extent of your culpability. So Volo has clearly hired you guys. Uh, why has he hired you? Uh, what culpability have you had? Why is Volo being arrested? Uh, why is Dr. Nilo helping you be arrested? Those are all questions that you should probably answer and also figure out as to why the fuck you are here and what culpability you have in the eyes of the water deep, deep law that you have to answer. Uh, the other thing, too, is in the bottom of the dungeon, you noticed in the exploded chamber before you cracked the seal of it, there was all the PPE that you guys were initially searching for. Uh, do you lead the authorities to the PPE? How do you present the items if you do? Now that it's cracked. And Wait, the I forgot to tell you, the PPE was in the dungeon with Nihalor. I failed. That's my bad. The The PPE was down there with Nihalor. Oh, the, the Mind Flare. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was down there in the same chamber. I'm so sorry. That is uh, my bad. Is it all burned up now? No, it's good. No. Okay. It's a 20 feet area. It was fine. Okay. It was, I, I assume it was in one of those side rooms. Correct. One of the curtain um, rooms. And I um, forgot that, and I had a note to myself to remind me, and I failed. So I'm sorry, guys. It happens. So we, so we want to, so we still don't know why we're here, why Dr. Nilo is now working against us, why our employer is being arrested, and do we want to inform the authorities that we found this shit? Sounds like we have. You found a box of like a hundred masks and a Xanathar hideout. Sounds like we really need to let somebody know we found that, I think. But let me go on. Somnus is expected to at the Temple of Gond later this day. Do you go? No. No, we're not doing that because uh, they're expecting a blonde Lord Highlight. You could, of course, do that. You could do the sky itself and go. Uh, but also, why was the drow at the Sea Maiden's Fair uh, a mysterious... Okay, so here's the other thing. As you guys approach the alley, a paper bird. You can't hear me? Now we can. Okay, okay. So. Okay, why was the drow at a sea maiden's fair with a vial of poison and an assassin's blade? Uh, but the other big thing here is as you guys approach the alley, a paper bird, which is something you discovered in the first session, which is a magical piece of paper that you fold into a bird and it flies to the individual whose name you say. It finds you, Umarek, and it finds you, and then the paper bird unfolds to release a letter that suggests a mysterious paper bird found you and invites you to a meeting at a local theater. It said, please attend... The later today showing at the uh, theater uh, for distant showing. A paper bird has literally, like literally, a literally like a crane bird has flown out of the sky, landed at you, unfolded, and invited you to a showing at a local theater. I do like to patronize the arts when I have a chance. Sounds like uh, two for one. And I just want to put this out leftover. Why are the Castellaners hosting plague parties? Which was a note from the original Volo that he gave you. Uh, and I just want to outline the cast as we have up until now. 
Uh, Xanathar's Guild, a guild of underdark monsters led by Beholder, including Kinku, known for the yellow eye symbol. The Open Lord, Laryl Silverhand, essentially the president of Waterdeep, is in favor of play, proper plague control. The Closed Lords, or the Mass Lords, uh, the economic faction of hoping to restart trade in Waterdeep, no matter the, cons the cost. Castellaners are involved with the Closed Masks, or the Mass Lords. Uh, an, an unknown drow assailant, possibly led by Jarlax, allied with Nim Nimble Rites, and Volo, why the fuck did he hire you? Those are the players you know at this point. Uh, I guess the question is really at this point, what do you guys want to do? I'm close to death, betrayed, and sad. I don't know. All I know is things are unresolved. All I know is this is way more than two sessions because I expected to be here at the first session. Sounds like we could either try to parlay with the authorities while miraculously through very persuasive arguments avoiding getting arrested. Uh, show up at the temple and I attempt to disguise myself again. Or attend the play and find meet with whoever is attempting to meet with us. I want to note that the symbol, oh, the symbol on the note that came from the bird was a harp. You can make a history check to know what that harp means. Sounds good. History check. I have plus five. I am gonna do that history check. No one else will. Harps. Do it. Harps. 21. That is the symbol of the Harpers, a organization who is at odds with the Lord's Alliance. So the Lord's Alliance is a guild of cities, i.e. Neverwinter, Baldur's Gate, and Waterdeep. That is, all the Lords work together to instill law and order in a kind of a lawless land. The Harper are a chaotic good order who, to the contrary, are kind of anachronistic anarchists to some extent. Apologies. They are more for good, but they are more about chaos in the act of it. Harpers typically are bards and rogues and thieves to some extent. Uh, they don't necessarily obey the laws of the land, but they're all for the good of the people, quote-unquote. Early communist, if you will. Well, we don't know what the nefarious uh, self-interest of, of our local businessman Bold was in hiring us, but we do know that the nobles of the city have failed to act to investigate the source of, of the pandemic. So that puts my sympathies more on the side of the Harpers in this instance. What do y'all think? Let's go see a play. Yeah. That sounds good. Hiring with me. You guys really want to see a play? Sure. Uh, mostly Let's just because I have to use the bathroom. Okay, go ahead. Something else we can talk about while we're like fucking watching the movie. No, that would be a short rest. Uh, if you guys want to take a short rest, you can in a sally because you guys are. Hidden. I don't have any more dies for short rest heals, but yeah, I'm gonna use the bathroom. I'll be back. Go ahead, Ed. 
God, everyone on the stream is going to see how organized my shit is. Um, anyways. Uh, I still don't see anybody on our stream. I don't know if I'm not looking at like the public side. But don't look I see four watching, but I don't see anything in the live chat. It's cool. <laughs> am, I, am I like not logged in the right way? Shit. Uh, I'm just going to do this by uh, theater of the imagination. Anyways. Okay, here we go. Okay, uh, you guys all head to uh, the theater district, which is kind of near the south. I'm trying to figure out where it is, actually. Uh, you head towards the theater district, where it's kind of in the south ward, and you appear that uh, there is a local showing of... Uh, I'm trying to think what the fair is. Hold on one second, guys. Oh, me. Sorry, guys. Kind of sounds like you didn't expect us to want to watch play. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Well, you have the, 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 the proscenium, like, stage lined up, so not totally, but I feel like we picked the boring option. <laughs> <laughs> As you're as you process the play, uh, you see that there is a play called Loveless in Progression, and there's a large theater house uh, that is uh, you see you hear rumbling from inside from the production. It kind of appears to be a Globe Theater a uh, end of the century kind of production. This is definitely a classic theater production where it plays to the audience. Uh, you can proceed inside if you'd like. Uh, definitely nothing to do there. I would probably have you guys uh, talk about the distinction while Ed uses the bathroom, and I'm going to head to the bathroom as well because I need to. So I'm sorry. Uh, talk about how you want to park the theater. Uh, I'll give you these options. You can head into the front entrance and try to talk to the ticket maker, or you can head around back and try to find some sort of exit door. Uh, please talk among yourselves on how you want to proceed. Go back. <laughs> uh -huh. Someone sent you a letter telling you to go. If you want to check the box office for your tickets, go ahead. What? I don't understand. Why are you saying it's obvious that you'll you. run back and not check the box office for tickets. If I was going to secretly meet someone at a play, I would leave a specific, assuming there is assigned seating, ticket at the box office in that person's name so they pick it up and then they sit next to me. Where like I a specific place, yeah. Next to them. And then we have a conversation like noir style where we're both looking straight forward so nobody could tell that we're secretly meeting. And just talk during the thing. I don't think Somnus and I have tickets, though. Is it just one ticket for me? We didn't get letters. Well, they know I'm hanging with y'all. What right? do you want to do? Pretty much, I, I'm just saying, saying like, that Ed I, peed. Like, I peed before Ed got back. Anyways, continue on. Are you really comparing pee times? I'm sure he had to take a shit because I took a shit earlier, but whatever. 
Uh, I want to check with Wilk Paul and see if there's a Tuca in my name. Uh, yes, there is. I think we, I think, uh, just me, no seats for anybody There is else. four tickets under one pass for Umaric on Athera, uh, and let me just check, uh, Somnus and Goss. I think we should take the seats, y'all. Okay. It's for a box, a five-seat box. We should definitely take the box. Okay. Not every day someone reserves a box for me. Let's Just get attacked in the theater. There's no way that Ed is going to like not want to do this. They're not going to attack us in the theater, are they? Uh, that's what it was. I, okay, I As you guys I'm proceed... That's what, that's all right, what I got you here. As you guys proceed up to the box, you head through the uh, kind of the theater area. And what you notice is that due to social distancing, there is a performance that is happening on the stage that is different and you see that each of the seats there's no one in the seats out there in the audience there's all these glowing gray orbs uh that are pointed at the stage and as you proceed up the box you see that there is uh this middle figure right here uh, a large fat man with a cutlass uh and a very fancy hat and a great cape is sitting in chairs and on either side of him are white-haired well-dressed uh people standing guard over him so they're in our same box yes they're all in the same box and you notice that a five chair box has been laid out uh for five chairs but the four chairs have been set aside, and the fifth chair is the one that he is currently sitting in with two guards on either side of him. Mm. It seems to be set up for a meeting. Is he on the end or in the middle? Hello! Hello! How are you, good sirs? Good that you have attended uh, my invitation to this. I know how it is a trouble today to head out onto the world and that you should be not attending this as you can see we have set up our theater so that it can remotely cast to multiple individuals good thing the owners of this were more magical than they first appeared Otherwise, the arts would simply disappear. <laughs> Can you imagine? Otherwise, uh, otherwise, the odds are what? The arts would simply disappear. Oh, it simply disappear. Well, you say that, but we seem to have someone have still been able to reserve a box for us all four to sit together. Oh, it's clear. I needed to talk to you. I needed to talk to you indeed uh, before you were arrested, it seemed. <laughs> and what would a uh, fellow patron of the arts like yourself uh, know about uh, local politics, as it were? I would know that Vologenthorpe, uh, a local bar patron of Peter's, <laughs> had been arrested for association with, quote-unquote, the Black Network, or Devil's Star Song. A local member of the Black Network who funded his tavern. 
Sorry, what was it called? Devil Star Song, a local member of the Black Network or the Zentaran. That doesn't sound threatening at all. Just by way of curiosity, do you feel that you and yours are well prepared for this pandemic that's affecting the city? I feel that my and my own are well prepared, but as with my organization, and he gestures at a pin on his lapel that is a harp, uh, he gestures at a pin and he says to you, I am well prepared, but I am as always concerned about the people of Waterdeep, more so than their government. That concern, what led you to implicate uh, Volg, the bar owner, for criminal offenses? I had nothing to do with his Volo's implication. In fact, I think his heart is in the right place, and his hiring of you was specific. That said, I don't think he knew who hired him in the first place. Do you see his arrest as unjust then? I cannot say. I ask simply as a mercenary wanting to get paid, or at least for, for some of my friends. If you are a mercenary wanting to get paid, then you should not be talking to me. Fair. I apologize. I don't think we're getting paid Volo is going to jail, clear and clear as be. He hired you, and most likely you are implicated in his said crime. I... <laughs> I find you in a situation in which you can only be helped me, and the flip side is that I can only have my gods take you into custody to be rendered to the Waterdeep Customs. I don't understand. This is the moment in which you ask me, a member of the Harper Society, for favors, and understand, try to take knowledge from me about the situation that you clearly do not understand. So if you wish to understand your situation and what you might be a help to the citizens of Waterdeep, the only reason I have allowed you to have this meeting is because I do indeed think your heart was in the right place and you have simply been hired by a quote-unquote dupe. I uh, brought you here to see if you could be of use to us. How does several, how does the uh, stolen shipment of protective gear interest you? It interests me greatly, as one has only intended to destroy the city, and I intend to save it. Or I do not intend to save the government that presides over it, but rather the people and their lives. I want you to be helpful. I want you to express how you will be helpful. Otherwise, I will indeed blackmail you and turn you into the police authorities in which you have been, at, at the very least, unjustly accused of treason. We can tell you where the stolen shipment is. We believe we killed those responsible for stealing it. I apologize to have been so straightforward. I did not think we were speaking on equal terms as to this part. 
I appreciate you are adventurers that have been hired for an unjust cause. I do not mean to have inflicted upon you such injustice, but you must understand these are dire times. And the unjust and the just are being used against each other and I must ascertain as to whether or not you intend the well-being of the citizens of Waterdeep. Seriously? Yeah. Okay, he's gonna insight check you. So, Megan, do you actually intend that as a character to the well-being of Waterdeep citizens? Yeah, I mean, the money was nice, but I'm definitely not getting paid now. But I'm kind of in it. Like, I shot the thing, hoping that the rat would not infect everybody anymore. So, like, that was my intention with doing that. Nat 20, so he knows your well-being. So he's like, okay. He takes that aside. So he, he knows that you, Megan, the character, intended well-being and no more sickness. All right. I apologize again. I do not mean to be so direct, but it is just imperative that I understand where you guys stand, and whether or not your mission can be salvaged to the use of the Hoppers. Do you understand what I intend? Can you spell it out for us? I intend to use you all for your intended purpose that was been misbegotten and misguided by Volo. He himself attempted to murder Dr. Nilo, um, but unfortunately was misguided in believing that Dr. Nilo, as I understand, was the cause of said plague when he was not. Okay. Someone rendered unto Volo midnight tears, a poison of black spectrum, which in when ingested will kill an individual on the stroke of midnight. You mean something like this? And I pull the vial of black fluid out of my pocket. That I that is ex that I exactly what I intend. That is the substance in and of itself, which I am understand, which has gained you this audience, that your individual gauze here revivified him on ingestion of said substance and death. That is the only reason into which you have earned this audience. We can thank, uh, what's his name? Gauze for revivifying him. He was in the room. All right. In that case, let us continue. I do genuinely believe that you are adventurers that have been taken afoul of said adventure and have been misled. If you are willing to work with me, I'm sure I can set you on the right path to injustice. Okay. Well, we did disrupt a tribute symbol with a, we believe, infected rat at the center of it. So what's to say we haven't eradicated the cause of this plague? Uh, 
already. What further purpose or design would you have us pursue? I would have you pursue that which you intend. I.e., I would want to know why the Castle Lanterns are induced to have plague parties. Victoro Castle Lantern is a masked lord of Waterdeep. And if you agree to enjoy a relationship with the Hoppers, I would infect you to go on to have a to investigate on our behalf. And I understand that you are a kite in this nature of our organization and that if you are invested or discovered, we will cut you off and murder you. You understand it is the best for the citizens of Waterdeep. I trust this guy. I think that's a strong. What other choice do we have? Honestly, decision. I mean, the one who hired us is arrested. The one we saved wanted to arrest me. This guy. You don't know that he, he gave a Nalo. Nalo gave a Volo as the source that poisoned him. You don't know that. You don't know that. And, and and we and yeah and, and we have we have this guy who says he wants to help the city, but it has no problem with, has no problem with essentially exploiting us. Well, he's saying we were exploited, and now he's gonna. And he's basically. It's still exploitation. It's still blackmail. Yeah right. Yeah, he is. He's, he's, he, he's, 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 he's still he's still he's still he's saying you either help you either help me or I get to arrested or yeah. or if you help me and you get found found out we'll kill you. So it's exploitation either way. Straight up, he's saying you got fucked. I will either unfuck you or let you be fucked. Yeah. I so I thought, so I kind of hate him. He seems really interested in the castle lanterns hosting plague parties, and I but don't know. I don't trust. I don't. I don't trust. I don't trust how genuine he is about actually helping the city. About helping the city for for, for the city's benefit. You can roll. I will himself. say this: all of you can roll insight checks on him if you want. Let's do it. I will say this: he's a rogue character, so he has high perception and deception. Oh, he's clearly a character. Trevor is a 17, Peter's a 15. Okay. Everyone else is negligible. Uh, so Trevor and Peter, you both, for the most part, think that there is a certain amount of fervor behind what he is saying and that there is truth to his words and that this asshole does not care by what means he extends his influence, but by certain means he is going to crush any in front of him to save the lives. It is a fervor born of love for the city. Still a dick about it, and I don't like that. Yeah, he's a dick. It's think of this as like what's his what's the fucking asshole who's filming in rent? Mark? I think that's correct. I'm not certain. The dude, the dude is filming, and is the dude in Rent who has genuine fervor for the underclass population, but doesn't know how to express it in a actually collected manner. How about that? Oh, the guy that goes to like uh, whatever, like the guy that's confronted by actual homeless people and doesn't know how to deal with them. The point is, is like he's somewhere in that category of individual who is 
genuinely rich in trying to help the populace, but maybe misguided in his effort. And this is like a general outline of Harper's. Honestly, I, I think the important thing is he believes what he's doing. Do you know what I mean? That's insight. You're inciting his actual affection for the matter. And his insight is you guys are expendable in charge of the greater good. That is generally what he feels. Fine. I just want to know if he has, if he's, I mean, I guess he's not politically motivated, but what he's asking us to investigate sounds more politically motivated than finding the source. He of is clearly politically motivated. Yeah, I, I have no idea whether what we've done has made a difference. So I kind of just want to talk to the authorities, but they want to arrest us. So that you know you of, you know, you don't know that they want to arrest you. Well, I thought they tried to arrest one of us. Yeah, they, they tried try to, to arrest yeah, me. They tried to arrest you with just an eyesight. Because you're a nimble, right? I will also no. say this is a 15th century trying to go back to the bar thing. So both uh, both the nimble rights are probably more recognizable than anyone else. Do you know what I mean? Nimble rights are a rarity in this town to some extent. Excuse me. Kind of sounds like a wild goose chase, but I guess our only other choice would be to like go directly to the authorities and just like have, I guess, one of our non-nimble rights attempt to communicate with the authorities and tell them where the PPE is. This is your options at this point. You can go to the authorities and tell them where the PPE is. Uh, you can go to the Temple of Gond. You can try to invest in the Sea Maidens Fair. Uh, or as he has objected to, you can attempt to uh, investigate further and report back to him. I mean, if we found the PPE, that's kind of what I want to do. What do you guys? You think? could try to take control of the situation and attack the two silver-haired guards on either side of him. We can just walk out of there now. So anyway, just leave like an anonymous tip to uh, the government about the PPE. Doubtful. Do you want to attack those silver guards? No, because they're probably much stronger than we are, or 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 or, or we or we will at least come out very bloody. I I, and... I will say this: I picked more anime quote unquote characters for this. They are theater goers, so they are more dramatic. Yeah, as far as combat goes, I only have 17 health and two first level spell slots. I'm I'm very much want to go to bed as soon as possible. I'm not it, Gauz has had a big 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 adventure. So what I would think at this point is you guys would try to do a shop and find a place to sleep. If you guys want to find a place to to sleep, you might ask this individual. Uh, or you can try to go find a place on your own. And I feel like we have a lot of wanted stars on us right now. If we ask this guy, we're basically saying, we'll help you if you feel helpful, let's find a place to sleep first. I feel like we'll have to. Of course. You can, of course, sleep in the rafters of our theater. We shall enjoy your company. Okay. 
So you guys can go up into the theater and take a long rest into the rafters of the theater. It's not a pleasant long rest. It's more like camping in the rafters of a thing. But it's nice. They're putting out a, a long rest is a long. They're rest. putting out a play, and it's it's nice. Uh, let me see what the play is. I'm picturing like Home Alone two. I'm good to run with that. Yeah, Home Alone 2. It's definitely a sequel to a previous play. You're not quite sure what the fuck is happening based on the play. But it seems to be that some kid has done something dumb that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> the parents, for some unknown propped reason, are unable to attend the sequence of events. Uh, but it has a good, it has a good beginning, middle, and end. How about that? Yeah. Uh, you gonna of course. Nothing. Okay. What are you What are you looking at? Nothing. The theater afters with with the, with um the, with the woman with the the birds. Yeah. Yep, bird woman, and she takes him up into the rafters of the theater. <laughs> yep. That's what I'm picturing. Uh, make a uh perception check. Everybody. Uh, just Megan. With a 15, you proceed a cloud of birds that proceeds along the rafters one night. Seeing that you are present, the cloud descends back into the rafters. Uh, it seems unnatural to you, as if someone was there but just decided to not be seen. Hello? Hello, my dear. What brings you to my abode? told we could come up here and sleep for the night rest indeed you may for this is a place of repose for all that who are indeed homeless at the moment that would be us yeah please indeed rest and know that this area is guarded by my legion i like your birds speaking of <laughs> they are indeed beautiful, are they not? <laughs> indeed, rest well, for know that I will stand guard this night and allow you this place of rest, and when you leave I will take my own, for I rest all who have not a home to go to. Please indeed, love thyself and love thy companions, this night you are whole. This night you have a home. And the cloud descends back into the rafters of birds. Alright, I dig, I dig it. Remember the rule of turtle doves. That you indeed have a friend who holds your turtle dove. And you may survive well into the night that anyone indeed... Holds a turtle dove for you. I have a good feeling about this bit, guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> good pull, Megan. If you pull good enough, I'll just make it home alone, too. This is a place of rest. If you guys want to take a long rest here, you can. I'll definitely take a long rest. 
Any disagreements? No, resting here is fine. Okay, you guys take a long rest and restore your spell slots and HP. And your long rest hit dice. It's the next day. What do you guys want to do? Uh, real quick, just saying it is uh, almost 1130. I'm getting getting close to the end of my my awakeness. Well, that's okay. I actually am happy to end it here, and it went uh, farther than I wanted, but I wanted to actually ask you guys, uh, let's take a long rest in the rafters of this theater and uh, tell me real quick uh, what you guys are feeling about the campaign so far. What do you mean? So I want you, I want to know what are you guys interested in? Did you enjoy the Mind Flayer fight? Did you enjoy some of the action at this point? What have you enjoyed and not enjoyed? Because I'm actually interested to get your feedback at this point. Uh, I like yeah, did you enjoy the fights via the previous fights? Because I think the Mind Flayers were way more intense fights. Sorry, <laughs> I, I did. I did like. I did like this fight with it. Did this fight with the Mind Flayer? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think. I think. I, enjoy, I think. I enjoyed this more because because it was like high stakes. Well, we'll increase the stakes as we go. Uh, I think it's good to know, guys. Any other comments about the campaign? I want to hear your theories of what's happening at this point. We've moved uh, at a snail's pace at this point, and I think we've been slower about some of the fights in campaign, and we can move along with how we do that. That said, I think it is good to this point. Uh, it, Ed is correct in that it is 11.30. Are you guys okay with that? Oh, starting for the night? Yeah. All right, then... Especially, especially since it's almost midnight for y'all, so, like... Eh. Well, I appreciate it. I'm sorry that we moved so slow in some of the stuff, but at the same time, I appreciate it, guys. Uh, any other thoughts before we proceed? Again, I'm really appreciative that you guys have continued on with this campaign, uh, this Waterdeep and pandemic. I really think that we can go on to solve what's happening with that, and we can continue it. Uh, it appears to this time that we'll have people in homes until we actually finish. <laughs> Even if it's extended, we'll be able to have people still in homes uh until we are able to finish out what happens, even if we are going several extra sessions. Uh, from everyone here, this has been uh, Trevor Flynn playing Umarek. Uh Megan Lewis playing uh, Onathera. And uh, Edwin Reyes playing Gwaz. You know, uh, robot people are people too. Okay, that's cool. Uh, and of course, <laughs> Peter Dancy playing Somnus. I'm going to go play Final Fantasy VII Remake now. Oh, you son of a bitch. And I've been your host, Jack Newman. I've been your DM for the night. And everyone here, uh, thank you for playing Dungeons & Dragons with us. We really appreciate it. Uh, from everyone here at the Dusk & Gen Media Network by extension and the Pen & Paper Pod, thanks for listening. Please enjoy our outro.